two, one. Let's go. Your midday sports report and analysis. Tuning in from Law Nation Studios. From yours truly. Come on. Happy holidays to you and you. And you over there eating the oodles and noodles. As the room fill up, be sure to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend or neighbor know where to go. When they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. Ain't nobody like a cowboy party. Yeah. Come on. Let's get it. Stand tall, y'all, but don't stand at all. Appreciate you and you and you over there. Let me know if we are live on Facebook. Let me know if you guys can hear me on the YouTube correctly. Uh, The name is Law Nation, and without hesitations nor deviations, please, ladies and gentlemen, tell that like button to lean forward just a little bit, you know. (laughs) And you got to smash that like button, slap it around. You know how it goes, Cowboy Nation. You know. Shout out to you, Mike and Donald. Appreciate y'all, man. Uh, Y'all can hear me okay. Great. You see, in this studio, oh, I still got the lights on from the other episode. (sighs) Let me blow them off. (laughs) Them little street lights. Them street lights be hitting, don't it? You know. What's good, uh, Tavis? Appreciate you. Lamont, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are present, <clears throat> let me know by hitting that like button. Present. If you're present today, let me know. All right, so I see you. Lamb talk. Yeah, goat talk. When you're talking lamb, you just might as well go over to goat talk, right? Lamb been been uh, remarkable for us. He's been a guy that's on pace to having a similar year of what Dez Bryant had his third season minus the drops. I ain't, no, I ain't throwing no shade at Dez, but Dez had like 11 to 12 drops his third season, and Lamb only got four. Lamb been remarkable. Lamb is wide receiver one. No two, no three. He is wide receiver one. And we, we got a chance to see the growth of Lamb, right? And I think the world of him, and I, I think that – you know, he, he's fitting right into the shoes of wearing 88. There's no wide receiver that wore 88, by the way, in their first three seasons, established the levels of production that Lamb presented to us so far. Or old folks say thus far, right? Uh, you gone. Learn today. <laughs> Happy holidays to everyone at Law Nation. Appreciate you. And, and before it slips my mind, shout out to Ricky Mack. He the one that sent me this jersey. I mean, not jersey, hoodie. And uh, shout out to him and his company. Uh, if you guys want to send me stuff, I got my address in the description box. Feel free 
to uh, send me items and I'll, I'll showcase it just like I got, you know, other things that people send me throughout the year. And I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. You know, people thinking of me and they just say, hey, man, <laughs> I like I like hoodies, you know, and I like where you wear hoodies. So I'm going to send one out to you. And I think you got, you know, Law Nation on the back of it. Let me see. Let me know if y'all can see the back of it, you know. You know, got, oh, boy, when you get by my age, you know, you know. Oh, you got Law Nation somewhere on the back of it. So shout out to him. That's dope, man. So when I'm walking around uh, Dallas, they can say, hey, man, you Law Nation, right, man? You Law Nation. Yeah, so I appreciate it, man. That was a good gift. And on top of that, Ricky Mack sent me uh, a jersey to give to Boss Cowboy Sports. And boss literally stayed right down the street from me. So <laughs> I'm going to have to reach out to him and give him one of these jerseys to, or hoodies. I keep saying jerseys. So I appreciate y'all for what y'all do for the community. And let me know we're doing something, right? <laughs> yeah, the mic. Oh, the mic was in the way. All right, let me try it one more time. All right, hold on. Hold on. We're building the plane while it's in the air. I'm trying to. Hold on. All right. Can y'all see it now? Get out the way, Mike. All right. Uh, can you see it? Did you, were you able to see it? <laughs> Appreciate you. It's had Law Nation somewhere on the back. Ooh. It was, it was difficult to turn around in this tight space, baby. But I appreciate you, man. Shout out to Ricky and uh, and all what he do to the community. And he's from Mississippi, so let me know I got some Mississippi ties everywhere. Uh, we see it. Appreciate you. Keegan. <laughs> Shout out to the Keegan Waters, too. All right, so what I want to get off first, we would never get the respect that we're looking for. That's just how it goes. We shouldn't be looking for respect. We are public enemies, number one, to most teams. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, I get it. We got people inside that can't stand Dak Prescott. And that's just how it goes. So validation is only good for parking. And Dak Prescott versus winning teams. Remember, people was talking about, hey, man, this is what his record was against winning teams. He blow, blah, blah, blah. He can't beat winning teams. But boom. Already, get that off my face, though. Get that off my face. Come on. <laughs> Already, Dak Prescott is 7-1 and one versus winning records. Let me repeat. Dak Prescott, and this is, should be a team stat, but, you know, heavy is the crown. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott is 7-1 and one versus teams with a winning record. Let me, I'm going to keep saying it again. Dak Prescott is 7-1. and one. <laughs> Can I can I see seven and one down the chat stream there? Can I see seven and one? Let me see seven and one down the stream there. Let me see seven and one. Let me see seven and one. You know, can y'all put that in the chat box? Seven and one. Shout out to you, Trey. Appreciate you. Yeah, I got somebody. Jermata, appreciate you. Ben, appreciate you. JJ Newton, appreciate you. Okay, Lamont. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just for correction, the Dallas Cowboys uh, are seven and one. You know, but you know, I just wanted to put that out there because at some point, 
they were saying that this particular quarterback can't win against teams that are above that record and or or just got a winning record. I call it moving the goalposts. You know, that's just how it goes. They they continue to move the goalposts over and over again, and, and there's nothing we can do about it, right? We just have to sit back and listen to the pundits and critics. They really don't have anybody that can fight hard for the Cowboys on these four-ladder or three-ladder networks. But when it comes down to it, you know, it is what it is at this point. The Dallas Cowboys continue to to strive better than what they were under the previous administration, under the previous regime, right? It's it just what it is, Cowboy Nation, as much as people like to say that. But I got my guy Andre Jackson with uh, some good deed of information about this. But let me pull this up again. <laughs> This is what they do, man. They continue to move the goalposts. When losing an argument, I seen just 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 continue to move the goalposts. It, it's nothing we can do, and I'm building this while we while we're flying. By the way, they just continue to move the goalposts. This is what the four ladder, the three ladder network brings to the table. Just like this is what Dan Orlowski <laughs> said the, about this. This, this. this is the first game that they have played well offensively versus a defense ranked in the top half of the NFL. That 7-1 record is loaded with bad teams that they played against and padded stats versus bad defenses. So the argument now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, is that, yeah, that's cool, that's 7-1. But it was against teams that have bad defenses. <laughs> oh my God, I can't make this stuff up, man. Whoa. Shame. Shame. What else you want from me? Shame. <laughs> I need to find that drop right there from Tyrese. You know? <laughs> this is what they do to us, man. They 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 continue to move said goalposts. Over and over and over again. Now, I get it. You know, it, it's it's funny, right? It's laughable. It it's it's one of those things. So that's why I tell people all the time: validation is only good for parking. It's only good for parking. Cowboys just got to do their thing. We got two games to get right. And on top of that, that's just the reality of it. Two games to get right. I'm literally hearing Eagles fans still crying, still saying that, hey, if Jalen Hurts was there, they would have won. They would have scored 41. So all of a sudden, Jalen Hurts scored 26 points against us in the first meeting. And Jalen Hurts, when he played us last year, when they were healthy, when we were healthy, before they kind of rest them in the last stretch, can somebody pull up that final score? Matter of fact, I'll do it myself. Let me see. Uh, if I go here, let me, let me see if I can fix this thing up. Let's see if we can find this, um, this, this conversational piece. Because... That, they keep moving the goalposts. They keep moving it around. 
All right, so that's 26 to 17. And the Dallas Cowboys, let me see what he did. Let me cook because I, I, I must be off a little bit with all of my analysis because my, my years may be off. What it was week three? It was week three when the Cowboys played in 2021. Yeah, it was week three. With Jalen Hurts, okay. Jalen Hurts was in that game somewhere, right? Let's go all the way down. They scored 21 points. 41. <laughs> they got the 41 points, right? But Jalen Hurts, they, when he was healthy and he had weapons, they had defense. I'm quite remembering that last year leading up to this game, they were saying that nobody can throw on Slay and nobody could run on the Eagles, right? That was their battle cry. And when it was healthy versus healthy, it ended up 41-21. But somehow, Jalen Hurts, who never scored 30 points on us, will all of a sudden score 30 points on us. Instead of him scoring 26 points, he would have figured out magically to score 30. You know what I mean? And I don't even know if that could be even possible, right? <laughs> but, law Jalen Hurst changed, man. He got more and more weapons, more and more opportunities. The defense was better. This was better. Well, Bull Sugar, didn't Howie Roseman was the guy that accumulated talent over there? Oh, all of a sudden this year he accumulated talent? Come on. Come on. What makes him? Remember we was arguing offseason and we said that, hey, we don't know. We don't know if they are a 20-point gap improvement from what they were last year, right? <laughs> so now I see that all of a sudden Jalen Hurts, he not only play offense, but the brother is a full, full-time player, and he plays free safety. Maybe he's an edge rusher. Maybe he's a defensive lineman. Oh, maybe he's a DB as well. Because all I can see is, is that in the last averages of time, when it was time for the Cowboys to play, not that one. Let me see if I got it right here. When it's time for the Cowboys to play, that this brother, he averaged let me see if I can make it cute for those who can't see. He's averaging 35.25. That's close to 36 points every encounter. <laughs> but somehow, you know, Hertz will make up the differences. I can't make this stuff up. But let people, let the Eagles fans argue with the truths and the facts and play in the streets. You let them play in the streets. You know, let them play in the streets. You know, let, <laughs> let listen to Your Jerry next Wayne. 36 hours. What have it affected Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, uh, am I Biden? All right. Uh, my God, Mr. 316, the movie star, Eagles fans. If there was a fifth, we all be drunk. Take the L like Monty. You know, it is what it is, right? It, it, it's one of those things where it's, we give them graces. We, we give them, we pay them respect. 
we let them know, hey, man, y'all got a damn good defense. You guys got a great system in place. That Look, they, they don't like us when we say, hey, man, man, y'all got a good defense, man. It's looking really good. What you mean we got a good defense? We got a great defense. Hey, man, I'm just trying to give you respect. Hey, man, your quarterback is playing unbelievable, man, for this system. What you mean my quarterback is in the system? They don't even know when we're giving them respect. You know, we're giving them respect. Hey, man, the system that your quarterback plays in is a really good one. It was good enough for even. Gardner Menchu threw for 355 yards. And excuse me, anybody with natural eyes that can see those interceptions, both interceptions, they were really takeaways. Our DBs took it away. Thief! Stop! Thief! Come back! Thief! They, they literally took it away. Took it away. But you listen to the Eagles. They're going to try to chop down what Gardner Minshew did so that they can elevate and lift up the brother quarterback. Uh, the, 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 uh, the Jalen Hurts over there, I ain't going to call him brother because now people think I'm on the center because he's a brother. But they're trying to cut down Minshew to lift up Jalen Hurts when that's not the case nor the scenario. Gardner was slanging that thing around. I I'm clearly looking at Gardner, and I'm sitting here saying that, man, he would do wonders for the Colts. He would do wonders for, shoot, the Saints. He would do wonders for maybe the Jets. He got a good resume out there. Maybe they can parlay him and put him over there and and let him perform against Russell Wilson. But that's a story of another day, right? So so it is. we, We can't even look. We to the point we can't even give them respect, man, without them kind of trying to complain about that. Uh, our receivers need to be more physical in the playoff. Dak is playing well. They have to be on the same page. And that I agree with you, Ken. Dracaris. Yeah, Dracaris, for that one, you know. <laughs> it, the receivers got to be on the same page. They must be on the same page. Yeah, yeah, sir. Uh, SL Green is he took the ball away. <laughs> thief! Stop, thief! Come back, thief! Oh my God, he took that ball, man. My my chain now, punk. You know he took that man chain, ball, and everything. He took the pride from Quez Watkins. You know, Jalen Hurts rest. Jalen Hurts like 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 this is the body of the receiver. Jalen Hurts said he rushed around and give me this ball. <laughs> the ball, the ball was coming in like this. Let me use this as the ball was coming in. The mic, the mic is the receiver. The ball was coming in. And J Rock was like, all right, give me that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> J Rock, you know, J Rock took that ball, meant you put the ball where it was supposed to be. It's coming. This is the ball, Eagles fans. I know y'all football intellect may be off a little bit because you're blinded with hate. But here's the ball coming in. Here's the ball coming in. And Jalen, not Jalen, but J-Ron took the ball and snatched it from him. <laughs> and the same thing for Dayron. J-Ron and Dayron, them jokers, Steve. Faith. Thief, come back, thief. The, the ball was coming in. It belonged to him. As the ball coming in, I wish I had some panoramic slow motion stuff coming in. One man. 
One interception. Away. But the body is in front of the receiver. The ball is coming. The DB reaches around. And he took it away. Run Jaworski. ESPN News. You know? Hey! Stop! Come back, thief! <laughs> That's how I mean. Give, give, give me some dramatic music on it. That's what we need to do. Give me some dramatic. Do I got some dramatic theme music? Oh, I got my Andy music. Yeah, let me let me do this one. Let me do a commercial B, B- roll for it. You know. <laughs> Where is that? Yeah, yeah. Give me give me that give me that cut. Fast forward just a little bit. One man. One opportunity. One ball. ESPN News. The receiver is open. Gardner Minshew. He throws the ball. But what do you know? Here's Dayron Bland, who's not so bland. He takes it away. He takes it away. He needs some milk. <laughs> ESPN News. Dayron Bland. He is a Stop thief! Come back, thief! <laughs> yes! And the only people that's crying about the takeaway are the people that's hit with the emotional damage! <laughs> no one can stop Dayron Bland. <laughs> Oh my gosh, if anything, man, the receivers, the receivers, now y'all see what we feel like, you know? <laughs> that commercial, uh, Pepsi just signed me up for that commercial. Drink Pepsi, stay hydrated. ESPN News. <laughs> oh man, and they still talking about, they still talking about the play that was over the top. Was it covered to or was it not? You know what I mean? And, you know, let me see if I can find that play. They're still talking about this play. Let me rename it because I got to save this play in here. They're still talking about this play. Who responsibility? So if he would have picked it off, y- y'all wouldn't have said, hey, man, he picked that ball off. Was it? it shouldn't have been his ball. You know, it shouldn't have been his. It shouldn't have been his response. you know. It shouldn't have been his responsibility. But since he didn't pick it off, he he. he, he it's Scott fault, you know. Come on, man. But uh, just just last week, when we played against the Jags, and Zay Jones or one of the Jones, Tupac Jones, whatever the Jones name, Marvin Jones, well, uh, one of those Jones boys did the similar thing, but it was a touchdown. It was worse. It was actually worse. And um, everybody was saying Kevin Joseph got burnt. Nobody was saying, hey, man, that was cover two, actually, man. The dude, the kid's still young. He's still developing. No, nah, they just said Kelvin Joseph got burnt. Look at him. <laughs> uh, Mr. 316, the movie star. I got a question, Law. With J.J. Watt retiring and his team only got two more games, should the Cowboys go sign him for the playoffs? No, <laughs> no, that, that shouldn't be the situation. Uh, when you retire midseason, the uh, team still hold rights to you for the end of the year or however long your contract is. 
So that's just how it goes. Also, also, um, I know that uh, what's this kid name? Gronk. He said that he would like to return to play football. I don't know. Um, he, he ain't coming to the Cowboys, so we're going to eliminate that. Still talking about the narrow wins versus the backup. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it is Illuminati millionaires out there playing. Millionaires. Millionaires. And their team cash checks just like our team cash checks. If our team, if this game didn't mean anything and our team sat down in Indian style and said, all right, this game don't mean anything, just let the other team walk up and down the field. Would you still have the same results, right? Would you still have the same passion? No. Nobody want bad tape out there. They played through the echoes of the whistle. They generated six sacks. They forced turnovers. This wasn't a walk in the park, ladies and gentlemen. Who out there played football or any contact sports? This wasn't two-hand touch. These boys was coming after each other. But don't try to water down any victory. Because it's not your team. I, 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 I'm just telling you guys, that's the truth and the reality of it. All of those players that was out there on the field was still a Ryan Shazier hit away. Let me repeat. All of those people were around Ron Shea here. I muted myself. My bad. All of those players were around Shea's ear hid away. But the people on the couch eating their oodles and noodles saying, oh, this ain't nothing. See, I just did it again. <laughs> now it's not muted. I was trying to play this audio. But it is what it is. Let's go. Your one-liners already this morning, <laughs> no, but uh, no. uh, I'd have canceled. I think I'd have canceled Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. <laughs> well, look, Jerry, let's talk about the game. It was a classic. Well, I was so proud of this team, and uh, uh, my hope was that we would go out as a team and really show get uh, show up uh, and do things like we did, come back from adversity, uh, uh, continue to uh, just uh, uh, impose uh, the, the will of, of uh, we've got to hang in here and we've got to win this thing, success. And we did that. And, uh, of course, Dak led the way. Uh, but I thought we did it in all phases. We were firing at them every chance we could get, and we uh, almost made the big play on special teams, got a little penalty there that uh, pulled that back. But still, the whole game just was one that you're proud of, proud of the way the team uh, overcame its uh, mistakes and uh, just beat an outstanding team. That'll get you ready to play for the playoffs. All right, so Jerry is thinking playoff, which he should. 
Uh, Spencer, Texas Jr., uh, he says, uh, let me see if I can get your name up here. Hey, Law Cowboys for life. Even if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, the networks will continue to, to move the goalposts. <clears throat> You're right. <laughs> I mean, but I like to be on that side of the argument. Uh, and for those who, who were born before uh, the 90s and got a chance to see that, we was on that side of the argument. Remember, it was like, hey, man, Jerry Jones, and he did a horrible thing to Tom Landry, uh, fired the Hall of Famer coach, and they are running a circus around here, which people had their rights to be mad at. And remember, it took a minute. It took about, what, four or five years before the program to get started. And then when we won the first Super Bowl, they were like, all right, cool, you're still a young team. Remember, when they won that Super Bowl, when they won that Super Bowl, it was like this right here. Nobody on the defense got their respect. I think we had nobody to get into the uh, Pro Bowl. And what the coach did, Jimmy, he used that as motivation. So a, a sign of a good coach or a great coach is utilizing things for motivation. Um, <clears throat> so it could be the same. We didn't really start getting the respect from the Cowboys until pretty much after somewhere in between that, that, that second Super Bowl. That's when they start getting the majority of the respect. I feel you. You feel that you feel that way when Rush lost week six question mark. Well, go back and rewind the tapes. Go back and rewind the tapes. I wanted the Cowboys to win that game. And it was a game that the Cowboys could have won. But they went they went away from the philosophy and the formula. Run the ball. Ezekiel Elliott was averaging six point two yards per tote. The Cowboys, Cooper Rush, he threw three interceptions in that game. Granted. I gave props to Slay. Shout out to Hell State and all of that. I gave props to your other DB. But what I said is play the field. Can anybody go back and rewind with what I said? And I appreciate you for your, your donation. But you ain't talking to a non-elite conversational person on football. I'm in the elite status, football, you know, conversational piece. You, we, we ain't talking to a, a beginner. An apprentice. I'm an elite status conversation of football talk over here. And I call a spade a spade. I said that you guys on the offseason did a remarkable job of putting things around your quarterback. You guys did a remarkable job on your defense. You did. But I also said within the confines of my conversation that if Dak Prescott was healthy and out there, Shoot, the same game that you might have seen out of the Chicago Bears, which gave us a good fit, we still hung 40 on them, right? So that's just the reality of it. I think that Dak Prescott got the Eagles number, and regardless of what Eagles fans say, my facts speaks volumes on that. I got historical reference, historical data, that proves that I'm speaking tropes when I say that Dak Prescott got the Eagles numbers. Am I lying, ladies and gentlemen? Do Rain Dakota Prescott on the Eagles, yes or no? Is he way above 500 against the Eagles, yes or no? Yes or no, y'all? Should this even be a rivalry? 
collectively speaking, Cowboys versus Eagles, should this even be a rival? It shouldn't be. What can somebody, because I don't want to embarrass people, but can somebody pull up the all-time Cowboys versus Eagles record and put it in the chat? This shouldn't even be a rivalry. This shouldn't even be a rivalry. Eight and three. Eight and three. I'm, speak, I'm speaking facts. They speaking feelings. We are the youngest team, but we are the team that they look up to. They was formulated and generated in 1933. The Cowboys was formulated and generated in 1960. As a franchise base and organization, we are light years ahead of them. And I got facts. I got facts. So if they want to use the argument that the Cowboys only got five Super Bowl rings and the last time they lifted up a Lombardi trophy was in 19 of 95 and 96 season, well, I can have the same argument that it took you from 1960 to 2017 to lift yours. And we are not even mad at you. Look, 70 to 54 over the Eagles. Shout out to you, Devil 06. You know. It's not even, this not even a debate right here. That's at least four seasons of ownership. It'll take you literally four seasons to catch up. And that's and I could be off on that number. 73 and 55 of all time. Yeah. So so when you go into conversations. You, you, you're talking to an elite status. I don't have a lot of eagles, other content creators challenging me because they don't want to get embarrassed when I'm speaking. They listen. They listen. They're they sitting here watching now. They know when their father is speaking to them. Open up your ears and eyes and listen to the trope. You can't refute the trope. There's no one above the law. Yeah, Jerry, let's talk about your quarterback, because last week we were pretty surprised that your comment made such news that Dak played outstanding against Jacksonville. We were like, yeah, obviously we agree. If he played outstanding against Jacksonville, what was that against the Eagles? Well, I think that everything is relative. Uh, uh, I thought that he did play well against Jacksonville. It's a shame that they ended up uh, – uh, with the interception and the walk-off uh, win for Jacksonville. Uh, but uh, he came back today, I mean, uh, uh, Christmas Eve, and showed what happens if you uh, don't make that mistake uh, at the last play of the game. If you make that mistake early, uh, does he have the stability and does he have the will to put that one behind him and go forward? And that showed that in spades. <laughs> I talked about our game against Philadelphia. So, uh uh, two things there. Number one, Jacksonville's got a better team than most of us thought they had, uh, which is uh, credit to them. And uh, secondly, uh, it was good to beat Philadelphia. So we played two good teams here uh, two weeks in a row. Yeah, Dak was special against the oh, Eagles. Oh, I got somebody with some good math. You got to have receivers, Jerry. A lot of <laughs> it, it, no, no. It would take eleven seasons. It would take eleven seasons of total sweeps for the Eagles to catch up. Law. They don't have 11 seasons in them. They, 
emotional. <laughs> It'll take them brothers 11 years, 11 seasons. Appreciate. <laughs> I know somebody gonna come up with some weird math on that one. Appreciate you, man. Good, good stuff, fam. It would take them 11 seasons, and it's a shame that as old and as great as they are, been formulated since 19 of 33. And we was founded in 19 of 60. It will literally take them 11 seasons. And can somebody verify? Because I trust you, brother. I trust you. Trust but verify. <laughs> this shouldn't even be. This shouldn't even be a debate. I'm on record of saying that if it wasn't for the NFL antitrust bill and money grabbing of situation, that we shouldn't even play in the NFC East. Because Texas, as far as west as it is, from east to west, we should be somewhere in the south at least. We shouldn't even be playing in the NFC East. But I get it. If you look at the groupings of said teams for marking ships, the Washington team, the Giants, and the Eagles, yeah, that's all East Coast. But we come out of the west and we dominate the East because we all are some beasts. You know, I does something. Shout out to you, Jay Worthy. Jay Worthy, uh, the Cowboys-Eagles rivalry, 128 meetings, including playoffs. Cowboys lead 73 to 55. Cowboys lead 70 to 54. Cowboys lead... Three to one and had to, to super chat this law on the run. Appreciate you, fam. Third and 30 silence. <laughs> but but you know what people try to do to gain ground for their levels of intellect far as their conversational pace? They try to use history to support their side of the argument. Right. They tried to take away. <laughs> they try to take away history and historical reference and data and say, well, what about this year, man? Or, or when the last time, like 2017, wasn't five years ago now. Right. But they try to utilize, utilize history and time frames to support their narrative. They try to leave out. They try to leave out important references, right? Important data, important information to submit it out to the nation that they are right with wrong information. You know, it, it, what they say, partial truth equals whole lie, right? They don't want to tell the whole history. They want to tell the pieces of the history to solidify their own feelings as of what I call it. Emotional, damn it. <laughs> Questions about CeeDee Lamb throughout the year, all the Amari Cooper comparisons. It feels like he has arrived uh, as a true number one in the biggest moments. What, what what can you say about Lamb's development throughout the year? Well, I think he's accentuating. Yeah, Cowboys had all of that money before the cap America's team. Well, to can really contextualize it, the Dallas Cowboys in 1989 and 1988, especially 1988, the NFL as a league was losing money overall. So now, now that you are in history class and you may learn something, right, that, that, that they were in a situation that the NFL needed a new formula 
in order to stand afloat, to stay afloat, to stay driven. So Jerry Jones and company and all of these other billionaires came out with a solution, and it's called the salary cap, so that they can spread money so that there won't be powerhouse markets that only the powerhouse markets stand tall. So now you get market analysis from law. My, my, wins, my wingspan is deep with this. So when we talk about this, the greater good for all, when now that we do revenue sharing so that teams can stand tall like the Cincinnati Bengals, like the New Orleans Saints, so that teams will not go under the threshold like the Minnesota Vikings, like the teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars who weren't even uh, imp- implemented as a team at that time frame. It could have been the Miami Dolphins. They was losing a lot of money. Yeah, it was the Miami Dolphins. So, yes, if you want to use that as an angle that, hey, the Cowboys mismanaging their books, well, we can argue that in 1996 and 1997 when Jerry Jones sued the NFL for the individual teams to have rights to represent their own sponsor's dollarship like Nike, Pepsi, and beyond, that that's when the NFL really changed and turned their tune against Jerry Jones because no one is above everyone, right? It's supposed to be a situation where everybody is on the same page, but that's not the case nor the scenario, right? But it is what it is. It is what it is. May we all have a Merry Christmas brought to you by the Dallas Cowboys because the same sport that you love and the same sport that you celebrate, it wouldn't even be this level if it wasn't for Jerry Jones, believe it or not. You know, I can't make this stuff up. You're rooting for a team that would have still had Rodell, right? How many people out there got Nike apparel? How many people got Reebok? I don't see a lot of people rocking Rodell. And nothing wrong with Rodell. Shout out to Rodell. Shout out to him. Uh, uh, what made him such a great prospect coming out of college? He's uh, outstanding run after catch. I don't think we've seen his best run after catch. Uh, but uh, he also uh, <laughs> does have a real knack. For uh, uh, just uh, uh, being in the right spot, he's quarterback friendly. What does all that mean? Uh, he catches the ball. He's very physical. Uh, he turns it up, and boy, he goes to the house when he gets his hands on the ball. Yeah. And um, those are all things that uh, uh, you want in a receiver. Uh, but uh, he's. I'm really proud for us that these last three ball games that he's just been outstanding and. Uh, not that he hadn't played some good football before then, but you can see it coming. And we've got a lot uh, even better days ahead for C.D. Lamb. Jerry, you, uh, you told us on Friday that you expected T.Y. Hilton to be involved and counted on. And there, there's probably no bigger time to count on somebody than throwing a ball 50 yards down the field on third and 30. <laughs> uh, just talk about, you know, uh, the, the, the play there and, and what you were feeling going through uh, the emotions you went through on that third and 30. Well, first of all, I see speed. Uh, he's got that. Uh, he's had it, but he's still got it. Uh, and what I saw was savvy and just some combination of natural and experience. 
You notice he didn't put those hands out uh, way early in his steps with that D-back as they were running stride for stride. And, of course, that D-back's looking for him to put those hands out so he can put his hands out, too, at the same time and try to knock the ball away. But he waited until that ball looked like it was right there in front of his eyes before he even snatched it over his shoulder. So that's uh, that's uh, that's veteran receiving at its very best. And, of course, that takes some skill, too. And, Jerry, it sounds like he may have a similar impact. Uh, Tyler Smith has just talked about the Jason Peters impact. Uh, and, and could we maybe get something similar with T.Y. Hilton helping out C.D. with that knowledge and the other young guys? Man, it's just amazing catch right there. Um, <clears throat> the Cowboys, uh, remember I, I've been saying this for a minute, the Cowboys versus the Cowboys. We've been stuck in our own ways in a lot of things. We have been. And one of those things, whereas the Cowboys, <clears throat> the Cowboys themselves been one of those teams that, how can I put this? The Cowboys been one of those teams that had the hole on the team and refuses to fill the hole. Now, T.Y. Hilton doing things that we may have thought that we was going to get from y'all said with me, James Washington. We thought we was going to get some of that from him, being that deep threat guy, being the guy that can take the top off the defense. But he's been hurt all offseason, hurt majority of the season, and when he finally got out there, slant, ball hit him between the eight and three. He said, oh, my foot. So the Cowboys – had to go out there and squeeze and get number 16, the 33-year-old wide receiver who in this game had two pivotal catches or two pivotal plays that pretty much opened things up for everyone. So shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Well, absolutely. Uh, the uh, And you're talking about Peters. Yeah, the, the impact. Excuse me, I, I didn't follow your question. Sorry, uh, the impact that Jason Peters has had from a knowledge standpoint with the young guys, it sounds like T.Y. could maybe impart some of that wisdom with C.D. and some of the other younger receivers as a veteran. You, you can't, you can't uh, emphasize those points enough. Uh, those veteran players, if you will, in Jason Peters' case, uh, probably a Hall of Famer. And no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I like my guy Eric Stewart, man. Uh, he says some casual fans, bunch of dummies. But he, here's the thing. Uh, I get the argument uh, about a person that's not from Dallas rooting for the Cowboys, right? And, and that's a shallow uh, uh, straw man's argument because I'm from Mississippi. What team I should be rooting for if I'm from Mississippi? Right. There's there's no professional team or I, I met a group of people that's from the Bahamas. Right. What team should they root for? Right. There's no professional football team there. Right. So that's a straw man's or or a, a, a weak argument. I don't I can't stay the Dallas Mavericks. I don't like them. Right. I, I never rooted for them. I never said, okay, I, I, I support the Dallas Mavericks. Now, for dog sure, I rooted for the Lakers, and I'm a Laker fan, so that dude fits right on in. 
But I was a Laker fan way before the 90s, right? And you won't see me elevating the Chicago Bulls. They, they were a great team, but I didn't jump on Chicago Bulls. But I'm quite sure a third of the people that's watching now love Michael Jordan, love Scottie Pippen, right? Love Tony Kukoc. They love it because they are great, right? And what for what they did in the 90s. But I'm the one that fans that say, man, I can't stand them. And Twin, he right in the chat will let you know right now. I can't stand Chicago Bulls. I can't stand I never, I never could. Never could. But that's because, you know, what they did the magic back in the days. You know how that goes, y'all. But it is what it is. Fandom is fandom. Now, when you root for your team and refuses to be a guy that's fair weathered, then that's a whole nother conversation. Because I'm for dogs, sure, Eric. If it's an Eagles podcast, I ain't jumping on it. I ain't finna listen to them. Never. If it's a uh, a Washington podcast, I ain't finna jump on it unless it's pertaining my team. Uh, We're going to play them that week. Right? I'm quite sure there, there's people just like that. But it is what it is. People People gravitate to what they gravitate to. That's just how it goes. Uh, Ricky Ramirez, see, he's, he's a diehard Spurs and Cowboy fan. So what people got to stop doing are these things. If you don't, I, I, if you don't go to the game, you're not a Cowboy fan. That's bull sugar, right? If you're not from the city, because it's straw man's argument. If you're not from the city of where your team is from, you shouldn't be rooting for them. You can't tell people who to root for. You know, that's Canadians. We got Cowboys in, in Canada. We got Cowboys in Hawaii. That's what makes this such a, a great platform. I We probably, if I go to Pluto, there's a Cowboy fan saying, go, go Cowboys, go Law Nation. You know, I go to Guam, Brazil. You know, there's Cowboy fans. There may not be Eagles fans, though. There might not be no Eagles fans in South Africa, you know. <laughs> it may not be, but in South Africa. Africa, I guarantee you there's a Cowboy fan in China, Japan. We all over the globe, baby. But that's that just what we do. That's what we do. We everywhere, on all platforms, rooting for this team. Now, there's always an adversary, a detractor, haters, right? People who have less want to acquire what the ones who have most, instead of celebrating, they like to tear down, right? They like to, that's what jealousy is, right? Envy. Jealousy and envy. That's what it is. Uh, you know, that's what it, that's, it boils down to that, you know? People are so busy and fixated on the Cowboys that they forget to follow their own team. They, 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 they present this part right here. Have you ever noticed when someone is doing equal, they don't tear down or put down? But when somebody is looking up, they tear down and put down, right? That's, that's the amazing thing about, about life. It reveals itself. The wealth don't talk about the wealth, but the poor talk about the wealth, right? That's weird how this all works out, <laughs> how life is like, just like the circle of life. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. 
the, the circle of life, big rigs. I'm originally from Dallas now. Uh, never mind. Been a fan from uh, been a fan since the seventies. I know more San Francisco Steelers and Eagles fans right there in the Metroplex. So what the excuse for that? You know, <laughs> big rig. Appreciate you for that. Oh my gosh, man. But Eric Stewart, man, appreciate you, man. We we ain't picking on you. I'm just pointing out the obvious. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just point out the obvious. You know. <laughs> It's just what it is. But you haven't, you're being entertained. That's what we do, you know. <laughs> but but it is what it is. Whole lot of Yankee fans, not from New York. Yeah. Baseball, baseball really couldn't get into it, you know. I like for what they bring to the table, uh, the Yankees. Uh, in the earlier times, you know, uh, Rangers been – Hot and cold. Astros been been pretty good. Houston Astros. Shout out to Eastside Herald. Um, the Braves were pretty good. Yeah, who remember the Braves being good in the um, mid nineties and and early two thousands? Hmm? Oh, <laughs> New Mexico, my G. Appreciate you, Big Rig. Oh, New Mexico. You know I can't read. I got I got the uh, Shady McCoy glasses on. The contacts in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Landlord from Alabama, man. What's happening? Law in the chat. Facts. We have zero pro teams in Alabama, but I'm a diehard Cowboys and Spurs. I fell in love with football from the boys. Yo, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to switch my brother mind to jump over to the Cowboys since the 80s, you know. And his team was rocking in the 80s. Who remember the Niners rocking in the 80s? And I appreciate you. My brother, Twin Maker, he's a diehard Niner fan, right? <laughs> and by being from Mississippi, shoe, you just you just take what you can, right? But it is what it is. Let, let's listen to more of this. And uh, that experience or those uh, uh, techniques, that uh, little nuances in the game that uh, uh, you just hang on if you're a young player, uh, that's a big part of it, but uh, – of course, what really is important is that those guys can still do it. Jason Peters can really come in there and make uh, uh, make a difference for us and has and will, I think, before this thing is over. We're talking with uh, Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones here on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, Jerry, Deron Bland as a fifth-round pick has just been absolutely fantastic this year. Uh, had his fifth interception the other day, now leads the team. Um, uh, how, how big has his impact been, especially when you consider losing two starting corners? There's not a lot of teams that could weather that with a fifth round pick stepping in. Well, he physically is an imposing, um, uh, uh, D back and, uh, that's big, but to come in and play with the savvy and uh, the awareness that he's playing, uh, is, uh, beyond expectation. Well, he's done that. Uh, he's just continuing to get better uh, and uh, uh, to make the plays that he's make uh, uh, that that not only ability to do your job and and be in there and be in the right spots, which is really saying so much in that secondary, but then to be able to make the plays, the significant plays that result in turnover, uh, that's too much. And he's been able to do that for us. And he's an outstanding young player. Boy, am I glad we got him. Yeah, you know, and it's it's not no doubt, no doubt. Um <clears throat> Mississippi and somebody said Mississippi would, would be more of a uh 
of Louisiana. Like Mississippi, like it's rivalries within the states. Like Louisiana and Mississippi really don't co-mingle with each other, to be honest, you know. Uh, and, and Alabama, you know, <laughs> all three of those states, yeah, you, you would think that. But, you know, they did air more of the Saints games uh, down here in Mississippi, especially where I was from, uh, being um, – about 88 miles, 80 miles from Baton Rouge or what have you, BR. Um, but, and you know, of course, New Orleans is far from, well, New Orleans is about an hour and a couple of change, just depending on where you're driving from. The Saints were a team that a lot of people like. Who remember Ricky? Ricky, was it Ricky Jackson? You know, he was pretty good. But it is what it is. I couldn't stand the Saints. I couldn't stand the Saints. They showed them, and I wanted to see my Cowboys. That's the only time I got mad. I get mad at the Saints because I wanted to see my Cowboys. I've been a fan for a long time, y'all. Uh, Sin City Cowboy was good. Dak for MVP. Carry on. You know, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, my gosh, man. Um, hmm. He he's not having an MVP moment for this year for the Cowboys. For the Cowboys he is, but not for the league. Dak Prescott is MVP for the Cowboys, but not MVP for the league. I, I think that missing those five games um, plays a pivotal role in, in that category because of the fact that they look at MVP as a quarterback uh, trophy now, right? Right, they look at it like that. Can he be? Can Dak be like semi comeback player of the year within the season? Maybe if they create a reward, an award like that, that could be a situation. But I like this team flying under the radar, and that's why I didn't want people to embellish like seven Pro Bowls and things like that. It just continue to fly under the radar. Remember when everybody was talking about this team like being close to the '85 Bears? I said, "Oh, here we go. Watch how they gonna. Watch how they gonna try to make it even more difficult for us. They don't call holding on us. I, I believe we probably be the least holding call penalty team in the National Football League on calls that could that should be a penalty. That's what they should do. Create a stat line for that. Like that's a hole right there. But it's such a subjective call. It's too hard to decipher. Right? Appreciate everybody." They ain't lying, law. They tried to show the Falcons over there in uh, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. It, it was either the uh, the Falcons, you get the clip of them, or the uh, Saints. And um, that's why I wanted the Cowboys to move to the West, I mean the South market. I think that NFC South should be where the Cowboys at. This is just my thoughts of it. And just flip, move the Panthers out of it. Take the Panthers away, move them to the NFC East, and we'll all be happy. We'll start a whole new legacy. But I get it. You know, people be like, hey, man, I need the rivalry. I need to see the Giants. I need to see the Washington. I need to see the Cowboys versus the Eagles. But to me, would have been better if they just flipped those two teams. Take the Panthers, move them to the NFC East, and then just insert us right there. Woo! 
Yeah, I love that, boy. I think the NFL will benefit from it even more. Not just Deron Bland that you guys were able to scoop up on day three that's had an impact. I mean, you you got Jake Ferguson at tight end. Uh, Damone Clark has played a lot of critical snaps for you guys at, at linebacker. Um, just how how important was the job that your scouting staff did this spring to really identify guys on day three who could contribute right away? Well, I think uh, uh, those scouts are there. They're out there year-round, and they uh, shouldn't be a player that can uh, even spell football in this country that's <laughs> eligible for the draft that we don't know about. Right. Uh, we've got a very – experienced, thorough, and uh, well-coached uh, scouting department led by Will Clay. Uh, and it is important that that information gets there on uh, the day that we make that decision. And so uh, they do a great job. That's a year-round management. They're managed uh, out in the fields and their visits with players and, and uh, college teams. And so uh, all of that's uh, a very important part of it. And uh, Will Clay leads that scouting department, and that's uh, that's very critical. That's a big part. That scouting is a big part of the personnel, year-round personnel. That's not all of it because we have pro scouting. JV, appreciate you from the Twitch. Uh, Tony Pollard, his status, uh, he was injured. He didn't practice Monday. Uh, according to John Mishota, he will practice today. And remember, we play on Thursday, so all of the days are kind of like jumbled in. And um, tomorrow, well, uh, tonight we're going to jump right into the Titans talk and what this game means to the Cowboys, Cowboys versus Titans uh, on the final word, okay? We, we'll, we'll dive deep into that tonight. Two. And so that pro scouting has to make a big contribution, and that's how you get a – uh, that's how you get a, a T.Y. Hilton. Now, Jerry, a couple of our guys from the station came back from the stadium, and they were talking about these cheese steaks. And I was just curious, did y'all serve up a little sirloin with some uh, with some onions and some, some queso out there in the spirit of Philadelphia out there at the stadium with these cheese steaks on the menu? Hey, you bet we did. We all know what Philadelphia and cheesesteaks uh, mean, but uh, and I've had my share of them there in Philadelphia too. But uh, I couldn't believe it. And I think we out uh, out Philadelphia, Philadelphia on those cheesesteaks, which is always what you're trying to do, of course. And uh, but they um, they um, they do a great job. And uh, boy, the. If if we could play football as well as we uh, put that uh, macaroni and cheese and uh, cheese steaks and things like that, if we could play football as good as we can fix that food out there and uh, serve them up that hospitality, we'd be a champion every year. (laughs) So, Jerry, how how would you view – we're going to get to the Titans and everything coming up, but how how would you view a potential rematch that it feels like the entire world would want to see? They didn't have their quarterback – but Minshew, we thought, played very, very well. Uh, you guys have had some issues defensively, but Dak Prescott carried the day. How would you view a potential third game in the postseason with these guys? Listen up. Well, I'd love it because that means we're uh, more than likely well into the playoffs. And uh, uh, we we should hope that we get a chance to for all realistic uh 
uh, prediction here. But uh, the bottom line is that uh, I think it does make for an interesting matchup. They didn't have her, but Minshew played outstanding. I, I can't tell you how much respect I have for him. And, boy, he got that ball out quick and got it on the spot for those receivers, and that was frustrating for our pass rush. Uh, but he's yeah. a good, a really good, 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 to real hey. good quarterback that can win a lot of games. How many goods he just said, man? Get a room with him, then, Jerry. God dog, <laughs> man, he giving all types. Uh, uh, I want me some glory, hope. Jerry, man, what's going on with you and Gardner? You know, God dog. Uh, yeah, he did play. He did play pretty good. Three hundred and fifty-five yards. Uh, he had a he had those interceptions. Whereas they were takeaways, y'all remember, you know, those boys took them away. Hey, stop, hey, come back, hey. <laughs> yes, indeed. But um, the, the Eagles, they, they played a real good game, right? And if the ball is oblong for a reason and the ball bounced to a good, fl- good spots for us, right, things happen good for us. And the ball bounced good for us, and especially about recovering that fumble. Uh, I gave a lot of credit to Tyler Biotis for getting in there, scooping in there, landing on the ball, and he's been doing a remarkable job. So shout-out to Tyler Biotis for picking up that that, that fumble because things could have been happening on a whole nother, uh, uh vibe for us. Uh, but both of us have uh... – Benefit, do benefit from a heck of a backup quarterback. We've got Rush, and of course, Rush actually in the first game played and uh, pl- uh, played well and can play well. And so uh, both teams are set up real good with our depth at the quarterback position. Now, uh, this matchup is, uh, of course, a must for us because it means that we're advancing, as I said earlier. So, uh, I'm I'm so impressed with this Philadelphia team. I'm so impressed with our win over them. And it's the depth and it's the uh, continuity they have in their offensive line in particular. But, boy, they've got uh, about uh, six, seven defensive linemen that can all play. So they're going to be a tough team uh, against anybody, including us in the playoffs, if we get there. Jerry, the uh, practice report came out yesterday evening, and uh, Tony Pollard appeared. Hold on, did y'all did y'all hear him giving some praises, some kudos, some credence to the Eagles? You know, he, he wasn't hate talking them; he was giving them credit, right? So, 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 can y'all absorb that cookie? You know, whether or not you know you want to eat it or not, just put it on your on your mouth or something, just absorb some of that information in, you know, suck some of that information in, basically. <laughs> Do what you can, eat some of that. <laughs> but he gave some uh, real, real talk. He gave some uh, some good praises to the Eagles uh, on their depths. And, and the reality is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that their depths – is, is, is remarkable on the defensive front. You guys did a hell of a job of picking up Linville Joseph. I, I said that before, and you guys did a hell of a job of, of just making sure that your offensive line is reinforced. And let me see if I can find this clip right here. Let me see if I can find this clip too, so I can share it to everyone. Uh, boom. And this is also Parsons giving praises and, and, and credence and kudos and all of that other stuff, man. Uh, to your organization. Let's let listen to parts of what he had to say. 
Well, I know what y'all do. Going against you, Wayne, and in that defense, bro, I didn't know what it is. Like, you know, football players know. They're wrong, though. I know it. I just know. It's all respect. We'll see you soon. Yes, sir, bro. So, so that was Michael Parsons giving credit to the Eagles um, uh, offensive line, and he was saying that uh, Malata, as well as uh, Elaine Johnson, those boys are good. Those boys are phenomenal. And he was saying that, hey, credit to them. And uh, he said the defense, too. He said the defense, I know my other guys know what you guys bring to the table, but credit to them, too. The whole argument of I've seen people, Bird Gang, 31, and some other Eagle fans, and even my guy, Lord Bronson, want to create and generate the argument that Hassan Reddick is better than Michael Parsons based upon the stats of what have you, for the most forced fumbles and more sacks. But if you just turn on the tape, you will see that teams tremendously game plan around Parsons. Now, I'm not going to discredit Neville, Gallimore, Osa, and, or any of my guys on the defensive front. But far as from a depth purposes, I think that in far as namesake and as, as it relates to resume, the, the Eagles, y'all on top of that right now. You know, Sweat, shout out to him. Graham, shout out to him. Shout out to your uh, your edge guys and as well as your interior. I'm quite sure that teams try to game plan to stop the interior first. You don't want the worst thing that you want to collapse or to be penalized from a quarterback perspective is the interior is the interior. I, I I would refuse to have a free Linvale Joseph coming through the A-gap. I refuse to have Sue coming in from the B-gap. Right? I have to put some type of extra padded protection there versus a Hassan Reddick. People that, that, that will watch this will say, yeah, man, Reddick is cold. But Parsons, you better make sure that you chip and you better make sure that you find out where he's at on that field. Because if you with the mindset to say, all right, we're going to let Parsons run free and double up everybody else, uh, I promise you. You must be out of your goddamn mind. And on top of that, so I am awake. Are you? Real, real talk right now. Salary cap is not an issue. Money is not an issue. Head up right now. Would you take Reddick over Parsons? Just, just give me a yes or no. I don't want a long soliloquy. I don't want to have points and stuff like that. Would you take, and all oh, Eagles fans, we're talking to the Eagles fans, the Eagles community right now. Straight up, would you take Hassan Reddick over Parsons? Let, 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 let y'all speak now. Let y'all speak now. Because if, if y'all say, I'm just calling the spade a spade. I, even, like, I know what I can see when I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm just trying to see. I ain't going to even lie. I ain't going to even lie. If, if, if we were to pick up Hassan Reddick, if we do a swap right now, if we were to swap Hassan Reddick and put him on the Cowboys, 
and put Parsons on the Eagles. Man, don't y'all know that? Look, man, I, I, I will be waving a white flag over here. You know, I'll be... Y'all know good and well. Like, I, I ain't feel a lot of kicking to y'all, man. It ain't going to be me. They ain't going to be me, man. I ain't going to be sitting here thinking that it would be an even trade right now if we pick up Hassan Reddick and y'all pick up Parson, just do a swap, just, just, just swap the two. <laughs> Matter of fact, I heard Bergay, shout out to him, 31. If it was a swap, like my brother, I don't know if he's in the chat, Twin Empire, I would literally, I would walk from, from Dallas to San Francisco and I would find me one of those things. <laughs> and I would try to shoot up the place, you know. Allegedly, you know, if they were to swap Hassan Reddy for Nikki Bosa. Because the Eagles community literally think that Bosa is not better than Hassan Reddy. There's no way. I would literally say, man, that's Chico right there. That would be a flat-out Chico. <laughs> Oh, no, man. Uh, Parsons is a semi-bus law. Oh, my gosh, man. So, in your world, in the Eagles' world, Hassan Reddick is better than Michael Parsons and Bosa. I, I, I can't make this stuff up, man. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play this audio. Let me play this audio. Let me let me let me. I can't even think right today, y'all. You know, and my my mind is gone now, man. I don't heard it all. You know, I don't heard it all. That's okay. You know, you 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 stand tall on what you believe in. That's what they say. Believe, believe. Do you? You know, in, in life, the number one goal is to figure out who you are and play that role. On it, he was uh, did not participate with a thigh issue. Is there any question about his availability for Thursday's game against the Titans? Uh, he looks good for the game. He really does. I know it's a short week, uh, but uh, we don't have him down as a uh, 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 something that uh, uh, we we're counting on him playing. And you talked about uh, you know how how the Eagles it, it can frustrate your pass rush when Jalen Hurts is back there. There was a little bit of an issue on uh, on on Saturday getting to the quarterback with Gardner Minshew back there. There were right. uh, forty dropbacks for the Eagles. Uh, there wasn't a single quarterback hit. Is is there just is there a way that teams What's are playing issue, your pass coach? rush now to try and neutralize that, or 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 how do you fix that moving forward? Trying to generate that pass rush that was yeah, so strong early in the season. Man, how you fix that, Coach Jerry? We should go out there and trade for Hassan Reddick, right? We should ask the Eagles would they swap Hassan Reddick for uh, uh, Michael Parsons, right? That's what we should do, huh? That that, that would be the solution. <laughs> and maybe we'll get the multiple sacks from there, you know. <laughs> That's what we need to do, man, uh, according to Eagles fans. <laughs> maybe that would be a situation and scenario. Hmm? Well, let's give Minshew some credit. He was really getting that ball out. But what I was impressed with was how on the money it was when it uh, got to the receiver. 
And, of course, we were coming and coming hard. Let's Wait a minute, again, pause. Out there, <laughs> offensive line. All right, man. All right, man. Let, 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 me get, let me get back together, man. Let me get back together. Come on. Uh, there wasn't a single quarterback hit. Is is there just is there a way that teams are playing your pass rush now to try and neutralize that or or, or how do you fix that moving forward trying to generate that pass rush that was yeah, so strong well, early in the season? Well, let's give Minshew some credit. He was really getting that ball out. But what I was impressed with was how on the money it was when it uh, got to the receiver. And of course, we were coming and coming hard. Let's again, uh, their offensive line had. Uh, had something to do with this conversation. But still, uh, we were putting pressure on him. Uh, we were making that urgency in the throws, and that did help us eventually. And so uh, when you get a quarterback pitching and throwing it out there that quick, uh, what we're doing uh, is going to have to be enough, and it turns out it was. And uh, <laughs> there's some things that you can do. They schemed us pretty good on a couple of those uh, – uh, the way they were set up their routes, they schemed it real good. Right. Uh, but we can work on that and get better. But, uh, you know, I agree with you. We'd like to have seen them touch that and get on that quarterback a little more. Uh, but uh, uh, overall, I'll take that. I will take that because we were hurrying it up. Jerry, early on in the season, we were having conversations about, you know, the defense being great or special or elite and that maybe they were going to have to carry the offense a little bit. Does it feel like that's flip-flopped a little bit? The offense is now ahead of the defense, and and that's where we should have a little bit more of our concern for the defense to pick things up as you get ready for the playoffs? All right, my my, my honest truth, we, we, we got to figure out how we can get back to our defense allowing only 20 points a game. We do. Um, Did our defense peak? I I think that we had got some injuries that happened, unfortunately, at the wrong time. Um, uh, And that could be Jonathan Hankins. He wasn't wasn't in our plans during the offseason, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Jonathan Hankins was a guy we picked up because of the issues we had with Ron. So my thing is, how can we get back to those graces of stopping teams from scoring 30 points or more or, or these type of things? I think that we need to get stay focused and play complementary football. But on the flip side, we need to figure out a way. We need to figure out a way to, to fabricate pressure, get pressure somehow, and to play off of Parsons. Playoff of Parsons, I've seen teams, uh, Brian Baldinger, he he fooled around and showed clips of four guys on Parsons. Well, what happened to my other guy? If it's four guys on Parsons, my other guys need to stand tall, right? Did, did Do you guys believe that Dorrance Armstrong, he fizzled out, right? Do y'all believe that we made a horrible choice of getting rid of Basham? Uh, didn't? Uh, my guy Fowler, he's been on MIA. It, it, what's going on with my guys, man? What's going on with them? We, we got two more games to correct this, right? And playoff time, we're going to have to get pressure, whether it's fabricated or not. We're going to have to be more sustainable on stopping drives. That's just the reality of it. I don't like the fact that, that, that we do heavily depend on turnovers or takeaways. But at this time, they, they've been our saving grace. Now, we didn't 
flip it around in good graces against the Jags. But uh, we got to figure out a way to squeeze out some of this great stuff that we had in the first few weeks. And if we can get that now, <clears throat> I'm talking to my cowboy fans. I ain't talking to the other people that's watching, right? We just having a conversation. It's an open conversation. Open conversation. To me and my Cowboys crew. I know we got the outsiders in, but y'all close your ears right now. This is important details that I'm saying. I don't have reservations, but I do have slight, slight, slight concerns. Slight, slight concerns. And we got two more weeks to figure it out. That is what I'm trying to say. That is what Law Nation is trying to say. If we can get these two things to match, this level and brand of offense that we're generating now, with the first five weeks of the Dallas Cowboys defense. Woo! It just, it just bring, brings so much joy to my heart if we can just get back to those days. I'm talking to ourselves, you know, talking to me, talking to you guys. You know, I know the haters listening. They're like, mm-hmm. Cowboys worry about their defense, y'all. Y'all listen to the Law Nation sports, man. They worry. <laughs> so I'm just having my personal moment. It's not emotional. But we need to get our uh, defense back to speed. Uh, it, could it be LVE? Is that vital? Could it be Jonathan Hankins that vital? What is it? What do we need to do, y'all? Yeah, I need, I'm looking for some, some solutions. Y'all help me out. It is so close in detail. Uh, on both sides of the ball, uh, the the nuances of uh, uh, where uh, an interior down lineman may have lined up, or how he was how he was doing that day against uh, certain techniques, and so um, uh, and then you get into your uh, linebacking, and your linebacking uh, can have a little. Uh, 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 a little distortion, uh, not distortion, but just have. That's a good, good response. That's Q&A. Uh, Law, I think uh, we are so worried about stopping the run that we are not going all out after the quarterback. So we overanalyze. And I, I, I like that response there, Uncle Elroy. Uncle Elroy, you know. Because you know, at um, some point we did change up our philosophy a little bit. When was that? When was that game? All right, so we lost to the Eagles, right? When did we change up our philosophy? Let me see if I can go here. Had to be one of these games. Had to be one of these. That Prescott is raising the level. All right, all right, ESPN, don't 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 try to claim that audio, ESPN. I clicked on it by mistake. What game was it? Let me go. That Prescott is. All right, come on, ESPN. Don't try to get me. All right, where's my. Here we go. <clears throat> Y'all bear with me. NFL. Teams. Schedule. Okay, it took me forever to get this. Okay. You building the plane while it's in there. All right, so. 20 to 17 against the Cincinnati, 23 to 16 against the Giants, 25 to 10, 25 22 to 10. 
we uh, <clears throat> we held. All right, so that, uh, obviously the Eagles game here, they scored twenty six points. That was the first time we allowed in what five weeks a team scoring over twenty points. And then we played good defense against the Detroit Lions. Get it out of the way. Hold on. Let me see how many. Okay. Where where did we went wrong at? We try to change up too much against the We played uh did we play we didn't we gave up too many yards. I think we start focusing in on on stopping the run too much after after the Chicago game. After the Chicago game. Well, I'm I could be overanalyzing this as I'm looking at this. Damn, I'm looking at this thing. We should be, we shouldn't have lost these two games. We shouldn't have lost Green Bay and Jacksonville. <laughs> we only should have two losses. We should only have the Philadelphia loss and the Tampa Bay loss. When you really look at everything, God dog, we shot ourselves in the foot against Green Bay. We shot ourselves in the foot against Jags. But also, um, where did our defense kind of like stumble? I think we we probably be okay. Back to back, uh, giving up thirty four points though. We're not that far off, y'all. I, I'm I'm just looking at this schedule and looking at what we did in these few weeks. I just think we just need to get locked in. I, it could be I could be biased. I'm not going to add that Anthony Brown was that much of an impact, and Jordan Lewis was that much of an impact of losing these guys for the season. <clears throat> but they were, though. <laughs> Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, and LVE. God, dog, man. That's what it looks like when you look at it at the bigger picture. Let me see what y'all saying, man. Ah, where we went wrong at on this defense? D.A. hurting. Okay, A.J., coach. Appreciate you, coach. I'm trying to read your comments, man. Where my, where my, where my, where my shades at so I can really read? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, where we went wrong? Yeah, I'm going to reach our comments. Q&A time. Best medicine is rest. I think that that, that is the situation there. Or I could be overanalyzing, you know. I think we were worried about stopping the run. That's from Elroy, right? Uh, Green Bay game. Green Bay game. Green Bay law. It was the Green Bay game. Uh, our defense still good. Teams are starting to figure out Dan Quinn. So we have to continue to be creative in our approach. That argument that I believe that that argument that I said earlier this year that I said earlier this year we only beat ourselves I truly believe that now 
I only like 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 let's be real. I, and I'm gonna talk to my fans. I'm gonna not my fans, but the cowboy fans. I ain't talking to the Eagles. If y'all are not a cowboy fan, this is not for you to respond. But when you look at this, when you literally look at this sheet right here, the Cowboys even against the Philly. And, and, and put that butter knife down, Philadelphia people. Even against Philly, if they were to just continue to run the ball, play the fields, and not throw that ball everywhere, we beat Philly. They won by nine points. And I know somebody laughing. I know some people laughing right now. <laughs> but these, like the Green Bay ball, the Green Bay game. The Green Bay game. <clears throat> run the ball, right? Play good defense. The Jacksonville Jaguars game. Know your timeouts. Game management. The Eagles game. We won that one by by just uh, capitalizing and utilizing our weapons, right? But, man, oh, man, we got two more games. We literally could have only lost the opening game. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Oh, my gosh, man. If you look back at everything. <laughs> well, we haven't played the Titans yet, but we will see how that looks, and we got to play the Washington again. But, man, oh, man, our defense still looking good. Teams are just figuring out Dan Quinn. That is what it is, man. Man, I'm uh, – the ref's also tripping. Have a little be off key, be off timing. And, uh, boy, that stuff is so close. And I was in there yesterday watching with uh, Will uh, McClay uh, some of our defensive reps there in the game. And you're just so close to having it executed in a way that uh, allows us to get those pressures, allows us to get through there. We just got to continue to strive for that, but uh, we can we can improve technique wise and maybe even scheme wise and be better at uh, putting some pressure on that passer. Jerry Jones, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Jerry, you, you remember it's the holidays. Don't get don't. He said if we can improve now, this coach Jerry now, scheme wise and technique wise now. Whatever technique you got now is your technique. Whatever technique you got is your technique, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to see you try to change up your technique at the end of the season. Scheme-wise, I will give you that. But technique-wise, no. (laughs) I don't want you to try to change up. If that's your jump shot, that's your jump shot. Ugly but deadly. Sean Marion, you know. For the for, for the Dallas Mavericks people, fans out there, you know, or, or Phoenix, whoever team he played for. <laughs> you know, ugly but deadly. That's that's your technique. Now, as far as scheme, you 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 can work on that. Maybe throw some wrinkles in there. But technique to me, that's all off season. Maybe that's something that you were working on first week, first second week, and then now in the end of it, you you getting things going. Let me know if I'm wrong, y'all. You know, <laughs> you just need to work on your scheme a little bit. And here's another thing that I got to say, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want our coaching staff to get googly eyes over the Denver Broncos opening. 
I don't want our coaching staff to get googly eyes over the Denver Broncos coaching situation. And Denver, just because y'all out of the mix, please wait till after the Super Bowl. Don't be pulling teams. It's for all NFL. I just wish they had a committee to say, hey, when you when you fire your coach or when the season is over with, don't be reaching out to these teams that's in the playoffs. Don't be doing that. That that just, to me, I get it, right? You want to get back on a hump. You want to insert a new guy into your philosophy and system. But don't do not do that. And, and I'm looking at the landscape. I'm looking at false hope. I'm looking at guys. I, I know the Rooney rule still is, is well established. We got Al Harris. got Joe Witt Jr. We got a lot of brothers, man. Uh, George Edwards, you know, all this team. Uh, dirty, got a lot of minorities. So I don't want them to say, hey, man, the Cowboys are doing pretty good. Let's call up Joe Witt Jr. And it's not even a genuine, it's not even a genuine interview. And we're supposed to be getting prepared for the NFC uh, playoffs. And now Joe Witt Jr. way on the other side of the country. Talking about, hey, man, I don't have to leave y'all. Yet y'all continue to do what I said. And now technique, if you want to talk about that, and scheme-wise, is all thrown out. And now the players are not even focused. I don't want that. I don't want that. Now, granted, if Al Harris, Joe Witt Jr., Dirty, or as his name, I forgot his first name, but his last name is Dirty, uh, <clears throat> or even George Edwards, if they get a job, as a head coach, shoot, shout out to them. It's, it's more flavor for us because we get some draft picks out of it now due to the new ruling or what have you. Uh, and we utilize, we can parlay some picks. But that goes even to Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn fighting for a, a job opportunity out there in Denver or whatever. You know, I don't like that. Uh, look, look let, they, should need, they need the competition committee to say, hey, when your season is over with, early, that should be an evaluation time of your front office, not for going out there getting uh, and messing, messing up the people that fought hard to get to the playoffs. Y'all sit y'all ASS down somewhere, and, and y'all chill to after the Super Bowl. But don't be trying to leapfrog and grab all of this attention. I can't stand that. you know. I, I, and, I, and that's for all teams. You get irritated with me, but we got to ask about this son issue with this Michael Gallup play. We've asked you before about it. People saying, uh, why is the son playing a factor? You got curtains. Pull the curtains closed. Pull the curtains, uh, What did you think about that play with Michael Gallup? Look at that or, son. Uh, this issue is it came up again after the Eagle game. Merry Christmas, by the way. Boy, Remember that. Everybody. <laughs> that, boy, that boy, he talking about leading the witness. Boy, that's <laughs> your damn act together. I don't like your attitude. He was worried, he was worried about that question. <laughs> he was like... Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed as an organization about how the team is hey, playing? get your damn act together yourself. Okay? I'm, we're going to have a good visit, but uh, settle down just a little bit. I don't have the patience to jack with you today. <laughs> that boy, he, he would try to lay that one up like, hey, but by the way, Merry Christmas, man, and Happy Hanukkah. You know, hey, hey, we in the spirit of giving, man. I donate to the salvation can. <laughs> Look, he was worried. And uh, why is the son playing a fan? 105.3 The Fan. Watch this right here. Jerry, you, you, 
Remember, it's the holidays. Don't get don't get irritated with me, but we got to ask about this. <laughs> Hey, 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 Jerry, re- remember, this is Christmas time. It's the holidays, man. And, 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 you know, I just like the way you do walk into the stadiums, man. You, you, you moving around for an old man. But but I got to ask you this, man. Don't want to ask you this, but I got to ask you this. But it's within the context of the conversation. Now, uh, you just sound so vibrant, man. I, but, Jerry, uh, is there a way? <laughs> Son issue with this Michael Gallup play. We've asked you before about it. People saying, uh, why is the sun playing a factor? You got curtains. Pull the curtains closed. Uh, what did you think about that play with Michael Gallup or uh, this issue as it came up again after the Eagle game? Man, I can't wait to hear Jerry, man. But shout out to you, Mary Lon. Hey, Law, I hope you and your family had a Merry Christmas. Come on, Dallas, get this win with a statement. Oh, yeah, well. No doubt, no doubt with that. No doubt with that. Um, Al says, uh, be ourselves and do us. Stop thinking so much and have fun on defense. I I think that that would fly too. I think that we overanalyze and stuff, man. (laughs) Hey, remember the holidays, though. (laughs) Remember the holidays. Merry Christmas, by the way. Remember that. Everybody. (laughs) No problem. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas, man. Remember that. Remember that, man. I, I love you, man. Merry Christmas, man. Don't embarrass me, man, on national radio, man. Put <laughs> oh. your damn act together. I don't oh. like your attitude. <laughs> oh, and Malik, what do you say, man? Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't know what he said to other comment, Malik, uh, but listen. Well, hey, I'm not a bit, uh, uh, but uh, the sun was there for both teams, and so uh, both teams have to look for it. But, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> we've got about uh, 30 coaches, and so we've got a lot of people, and then they've got assistants. And uh, you don't have any lack of people out there that can tell everybody where that sun is. Jerry. So everybody knows where the sun is on both sides of the ball. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry, man, we all love you, man. Put them curtains up, man. Put them. Put those curtains up, man. Tent those windows. The sun only affect the Cowboys. Last year in the playoffs, don't you know we could have literally won that game? Cedric Wilson, ball right in his hand. He said, where the – oh, man, I can't see the ball. We only lost by one possession. Anything can happen. Yeah, the both – Jerry's argument to the sun, the sun was there first. The sun was there first, y'all. The sun. <laughs> That's his argument. The sun was there first. And we can clearly see that that's six points. You can't put a ball better – on the man. He got the guy beat. Is that Bradbury? I don't know who that is. Y'all let me know who that is in the chat. But, man, he got the guy beat. It's a perfect situation. We end up getting three points out of that drive, juxtaposed to six or seven. Jerry, uh, how are you looking at just your overall positioning right now? We think – you're going to be seeing Tom Brady in Tampa. We know that you're in. 
Uh, with the- that joker ran off from that question real quick, didn't it? No rebuttal? Hold on. Let me make sure. Jerry. Everybody knows where the sun is on both sides of the ball. Jerry, uh, how are you looking at just your overall positioning right now? We think you're going to be seeing Tom Brady I in Tampa. Though, we know there, that man. you're in. Uh, with the with the next few games that you have coming up, weighing maintenance and some players resting and working on some different things, just how are you feeling overall? <laughs> 817 says, low. Dak Reed is wrong. Zeke was wide open. On a fade route, flag on a flag or fade route, that is that is not even a read play. That is a as a pre-snap play. If the matchup is favorable, I got one on one. I would never look. I never played. I never played football in the National Football League. But I can tell you, the fade route is one of the hardest positions to defend, and especially when the ball is right on the money. I would trust my quarterback to hit my wide receiver on the fade route one-on-one, one-on-one. We can all go back and look back at it and say, okay, go with Zeke. But that's not predetermined. The predetermined route is the fade ball. That's the money ball right there. Now, I don't know who y'all got that information from. It could be Kurt Warner or somebody. Hey, man, he should have hit Zeke. That's hindsight 2020. But that's not a predetermined read. If he had to wait for Zeke to hit the flat, don't y'all know? Don't y'all know that the timing of the fade would be off? It's a timing, no read. It's oh, I got this match. It's literally, it's literally to contextualize this. It's literally me being a a, a point guard, and I'm tossing the ball to my low post man, and if it's Shaq. I'm going to use Shaq as a reference. If it's Shaq on Steph Curry down in the low post, that should be hit 10 times out of 10. If the sun, I'm using the operative word if, if the sun ain't there, that's a touchdown. Gallup Gallup really don't dance after the touchdown, but he flexing. That's a clear touchdown, but he can't see. He blind. He can't see. The sun is in his face. <laughs> the fade was in the sun. Zeke wasn't why. Would you throw the more difficult pass? No, it's that's pre-snap though. <laughs> the quarterback. So, so what we're trying to have the quarterback. This, this is much of a harsh grade on Dak than it is a receiver. The quarterback is not. His back is against the sun, right? So what you're trying to contextualize that the quarterback should also see through the he should throw the ball he should throw the ball to to Gallup but also see through the eyes of Gallup to see what he's seeing facing the sun because he the one got to turn back for the ball right so I get with what you're saying the play should have been flipped to the other side of the field but man if you just put a pair of curtains up man that's a touchdown baby <laughs> you just put a pair of curtains up or into your world if you hold on to the ball because people is a, is a, a two is two things that could be true or two things can be true argument like there's a wide open touchdown to Zeke but also that is actually a how said hut you're reading that, and you're getting off of your read because you're not trusting your read because somebody says you should trust your read, trust your player. I mean, you're getting off of it because of the sunlight. Although he beat his guy, you're getting off of your read to hit the guy in the flat. 
And normally in football, the flat guy is your last line, right? He's your last leak out guy. But, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but that's hard to contextualize, man. When all you had to do is just put a pair of curtains up, man. Put it like this, the craziest thing of it all. Even if the roof was open, the sun wouldn't have been so glaring. It wouldn't have been such a penetration. By it being a stadium and the lights are there, the sun is literally like a laser shooting through there. If we had no 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 uh, dome, the sun wouldn't even been a factor on that play, believe it or not. But by it being a dome and your windows open, the sun is beaming through there like a laser. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I feel with what you're saying. It, two things could be true argument, like, there was uh, uh, money on the field, and he should have went with he should have went with Zeke. But then they'll argue the fact that he didn't trust his read. He didn't trust his pre-snap read. Right, one on one, Bradbury got up wins off of his release. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> they probably do that play a thousand times in practice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got him. I got him. I can't say. <laughs> Dang, my bad. I bet he'd be like, dang, my bad. All right now about y'all's position. I feel, uh, uh, I'm going to knock on wood to say it, but I feel healthy. Now, we were healthy last year, and we didn't advance past the first round. And uh, San Francisco had everything to do with that. But still, we've got to anticipate that type of game as we enter these playoffs. But we're healthy. And I think we're getting healthier. Uh, we've played more players, uh, and we've um, uh, than than any year that I can remember. And so uh, we've, uh, I think, availability, which is a big thing in the playoff, is going to serve us well. That could be two games early because we're not in the playoffs yet. Uh, but I really Knock like wood, uh, what we are being tested on right now. These last three weeks for our defense has tested us. Uh, We're having to make adjustments. But as I said earlier, we're really having to, on an individual basis, refine those techniques. Well, that's what happens this time of year. Uh, These guys have been playing uh, uh, 15 games, 16 games. Think of the reps since training camp they've had. And so the players that don't have limitations with injury are better. The young ones certainly are better. They've been through almost two college seasons out there. And so we're an improved team. You can say the same thing about the other teams, but we've got the kind of team in my mind with the mix of uh, the with Dak and with the uh, veterans we've got and these young players. Uh, just look at uh, uh, Smith and uh, Tyler Smith. Uh, he's just he's a much better player. So these guys have a chance to be ready to go for the playoffs. I feel good about this thing. Jerry, uh, you know, last offseason, there were uh, reports about Dan Quinn interviewing for the Denver job. That job obviously just came open again on Monday. Uh, Are you anticipating, whether with that one or just other things coming up, are you anticipating getting some uh, fielding some coordinator calls uh, from around the league asking permission to talk to your guys? Well, one of the things when you're having success, then you're going to uh, uh, have your uh, uh, what makes you successful uh, looked at by your competition, and that's other teams. 
And so uh, I don't want Shout out to East Elios. Uh, he said, Brad Berry burnt like this morning toast. <laughs> Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Weebo says, wear the visors. Yeah, yeah. You got to get that approved through the NFL, and you got to have specialized medical um exemptions to even wear the uh the shaded uh tenant visor um like Zeke got. But it's one of those things whereas put some curtains up, man. <laughs> Let's listen to Jerry Jerry on this topic. Worry about that. We've got some good rules in place uh that are very fair to everybody that uh, say when you can and when you can't. Uh, communicate if you're a team looking for a coach or anticipating looking for a coach in the off season, when you can uh, touch base with a, uh, an active team, whether it's be uh, at the end of the season or in the playoffs. That's a long-winded way of saying that uh, uh, we'll follow the rules. Uh, we uh, obviously uh, I did everything I could to keep Dan last year, and we'll feel the same way about it this year. Jerry, last one, because I think this is the only opportunity to ask you for a Titans preview. You got the quick turnaround. You got the Tennessee Titans who have been struggling. How are you looking at this one coming up on Thursday night? Don't give away too much. Well, I think this. Uh, it's good to get back in Nashville. Uh, <laughs> Nashville. We haven't been there in many, many, many years. Uh, but years ago, I played Santa Claus. We were there on Christmas Santa Eve. Claus. And I had these porcelain Santa Clauses with uh, really well done and and just detailed, unbelievable. And I gave one of those to uh, each of our players uh, that were away from their families that night, but I tried to play Santa Claus. <laughs> and so uh, that's that's probably the best part of I remember about that particular game, but that was as far back as Aikman. But uh, <laughs> I'm excited about playing over there. It is a short week. It is a short week. But what is exciting is that, uh, uh, make no mistake about it, uh, they've got some, they've got a run game that will test us, they really will. test us. And uh, so all this other stuff aside, we got to stop them. And you can wear the same clothes. You don't even have to take off your boots or your jeans over there walking into the different uh, the different bars, singing. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I wish they could reverse it. I wish we could play the game and then open the bar, not have the bars open before the game. <laughs> but uh, but but I will tell you one thing. I sure uh, love Nashville. I really do, and have a a great legacy. My family has uh, quite a a background on my wife's side with uh, Vanderbilt, and a lot of her family have been over there, uh, been at school, and long history with Vanderbilt. So. Shout out to uh, 105.3, the fan. Um, that's all we're going to utilize from their uh, services today. But I appreciate you guys to, for tuning in. Uh, to, to find the full, full video on that, uh, just click that link. I just put it in the chat there. Um, let's go over this right quick, real quickly. Uh, the, 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 the Tennessee Titans, they, they got a 7-8 and eight record. They got to win out to get to the playoff, I believe, or or they could be mathematically out of it. Y'all let me know. Uh, they are benching a lot of their players. They have the 
22nd-ranked offense. They're pretty good on special teams, uh, third-ranked uh, special teams according to PFF, and they have the eighth-ranked defense. They start up the middle. Um, when I look back at most of the Tennessee Titans game, uh, they can stop the run pretty heavily. Uh, they got a nice safety by the name of uh, Zabayer. Yeah, he's pretty good. They 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 are a team that's a sneaky. They they are a team that if you jump up on them on the offense, they don't have offensive power to get things back. But they do have a running quarterback if Malik starts, right? So it could be one of those type of things. And he's not the most accurate guy. He's a one-read guy, and he's a systematic guy. But he got legs that can run, man. Uh, and that's been our Achilles heels as it relates to that. Um, the Titans only have to beat the Jags. Okay, so they, they are in the contentions. Okay, so they have to beat the Jags, what have you. So <clears throat> it's, it's unique that they plan for something. Short week, no excuses. We still have to make a point that our defense can stop the run. And why not? be battle-tested by two teams on the tail end that we know for sure they can run the ball, right? We know the Titans can run the ball. We know that the uh, the Washington team can run the ball. And we'll, we'll figure it out. We have to see if the Cowboys can stand tall with this. All right, so what am I going to do? I'm going to open up the phone line. But we're not going over 1230. So whatever 1230 is, and whoever they're waiting in the queue, I mean, it's just how it's going to go because I got thousands of things I got to do today, and I got to give some film analysis out uh, today as well. And let's go, Cowboy Nation. Twelve thirty. Keep me, keep that in mind, Gina. Gina, let everybody know. So have your points together. The phone line room will be locked. Fifteen till. Please announce yourself. All I've been with my brothers, no question, keep it real. Whether we East Coast and no way in the hills. Ain't no popping straps of blue faces, not the pills. Heard you call him bluffs, I show him prove yeah, it is for real. Son of God, not a son of Sam. Keep it off the books and keep it coming in. Bitch, the OFC, what I'm coming in. The inside caramel, just like a hundred grand. Call my phone, hit my line. Only ones who down for real, down for life. Keep it super thumb, my way on this side. Keep it super thumb, my way on this side. Bear with me. Call my phone, hit my line. Only ones who down for real, down for life. Keep it super thumb, my way on this side. Keep it super thumb, my way on this side. Trey, you're live. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's good with you, lady? Talk to me. Yes. Okay. So, first, before we get started, I don't mean no harm. I know you don't want us to block nobody out of your life or whatever, <laughs> but you're going to have to get Eric to calm down. Like, he's actually bullying people in your life, and it's kind of, like, irritating. So, I'm just okay. letting you know. It's, it's 
he needs to stop that. Yeah. We are, it's all fun and games and stuff, but when you jumping on here comes and talking about what the Eagles then did and what y'all ain't going to do and then using these little foul words, you need to calm down, sweetheart. It's okay. not our fault that y'all lost. not our fault. Yeah, tell Eric, man, get out of your feelings, man. Eric. Emotional damage. Eric over there. uh, Trey, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add you as a mod. Somehow I'm going to figure out how to do it on Facebook. I'm going to add you. I know Jay Rich Rich is is a a person that that, that you can reach out to. He's a mod over there. He's been regulating things, and uh, he does a wonderful job. So so maybe I add yeah. you as one, you know. Yes, please. <laughs> but what you got? What you got for this do. show? What you got for it? Okay, so what I got for this show, like I said, great job, Cowboys. I don't care what we do. First, it was we're going to lose against Minshew because the Eagles still got a five squad. Okay, okay. Because y'all forget teams. I don't care who it is. We've been going. Jack ain't been playing at the beginning of the season. So right. when y'all get through talking, when we play our rivals, that's Philly, that's the Giants, that's Washington, you're not going to beat Jack Prescott. He owned y'all, every last one of y'all, from Daniel to who we don't even know who the quarterback is for the Washington. Right. And to Jalen, we own y'all, period. So when we meet you again, because we will, it's going to be that against Jalen. That's how they want it. Because it's really, hey, it's yeah. the offense against the defense. Yeah. So we really know what it is. Yeah. But we're going to tell you, when my quarterback get out there, just like he used that arm on Christmas Eve, that finna show all you haters, Brandon, every, all y'all. He finna show every last one of y'all why they gave him that money they gave him. No doubt. Y'all I appreciate you, Trey. All the way up. Let, let me hear you say it before I let you roll. The score, we're going to beat them, y'all. It's going to be like, mm, it's going to be a crazy score. No, 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 no. We, 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 you going to put it out on today? I, I, I was going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> but you, what you said, the score? Well, I'll hold it to tomorrow. I'll hold it to tomorrow. Hold it to tomorrow. Let me hear you say well, how it. How about this? How about them Cowboys? Let's man? go. Let's this? go with that. <laughs> Shoot, she ready for them Titans, boy. I got Coach Barr from the 803. You're live. Coach, hey, what's going on, Law? Quick, right, quick, Law. Uh, uh, this may be our last. This might not even be a a, a real test because the Titans, uh, the Titans can lose this game. It, it all comes down to Jacksonville. Whoever, whoever wins out of Jacksonville is in. Whoever loses out, regardless mm-hmm. of what the Titans lose, they lose this game. It, it, it makes no difference to them. So this game really is a uh, – they're just resting a lot of players because Jacksonville is the game they got to play to get in the playoffs. Oh, okay. So, and then, yeah, so it, it really doesn't – there's no meaning, meaning game for them at all. To this only thing that means for them to get ready for Jacksonville. Uh, then uh, going into the to the final week, the uh, I believe we're going we're gonna to sell a lot of players in Washington. Because if the Giants, if the Giants beat the Indianapolis Colts, which is Indianapolis is is this pathetic uh, going into the last game of the season, they're not even gonna play nobody against Philadelphia. They they will okay. be in the playoffs. They'll be in there. So they, they they won't change it. So they won't change. So if the Giants beat uh, Indianapolis, which I think they should do, they're not playing nobody against Philly because the game against Philly means nothing to them. So if Philly comes in there, it should be a cakewalk for them. So. 
it may be a cakewalk for us to just say, all right, we're not going to win the division because the Giants are going to lay down. Uh, so this is this is where we at. Okay. Uh, defensively, defensively, I want to say right quick, let's, let's don't panic, people. Let's, let's, let's don't panic. Let's don't panic. I believe it's not it's not an issue of players. I think it's the issue of 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 of, of continuity and getting and doing our right assignments. As I look back over the films for the last uh, couple of days, I just see a lot of I see a lot of uh, not in gap integrity now on this run game. It's not even in gap gap integrity and rush lane integrity right. on the on the rush on the rushing of the quarterback. That's why we let the quarterback out the side door on a lot of things and. and Letting him out the side door gets us because that means we're not we're not collapsing the pocket and and creating a a a, a crowd around him where he can't get out. He, uh, we want him to go out the back door, not out the side door, and definitely not out the front door. So that's that's one of the things. And so I don't want our offense, and I don't want the Cowboy fans to think that okay now they say we turn into an offensive team, and then we start pressing and try to get to be a fast pace wide-open team like we here. Remember the Alamo people. Remember right. the Alamo when we came out of New England last year and that put on a great performance. And there's not no disclaimer to that. Right. And we thought that was the way to go for the rest of the season of being an air raid-type offense, five-wise, and, and let that just control the game. And we got out our rhythm. Let's let things come to us. Let's still keep a physical presence. And all those things will open up for us, as well as defense. I just think I just need people like Diggs and all these people to say, "Hey, let's play sound football and let the turnovers come to us." But let's stop trying to get and trying to play hero ball, and let's play sound defense, and we'll be all right. No doubt, Coach. I appreciate how you looked at that, man. Appreciate it. No rebuttal. All right now. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so basically, the, the Cowboys, um, pretty much, let me go. Um, gave up in the last two games seventy four points. Well, now if you seventy four minus twelve, because Dak had two pick sixes. Uh, what is sixty two? Seventy four minus twelve, so sixty two points. So sixty two points, a lot of a lot of money, man. Uh, we're gonna have to fix those things up. And especially uh, figure out ways for this defense to horn in and get locked in for these next two weeks. So if even like we can look at this right here, this Titans game that's coming up. This should be a game. Whereas if you pull around, get, get that W, it'll be a mini vacation because then you will have a long time. It's what ten games for the next one. So let's go. All right, let's go. I got two one five. You live. What's up, Law? This, this is this is Glenn. I'm in Philly, my man. This Glenn. Say, first of all, Let me happy holidays to you and your family. Blessings. Appreciate you for all that you do. Appreciate you, man. Number number one, and then I'm going to go on to a couple of other ones real quick. Um, I'm awake, are you? Just to let you know, my man, um, happy holidays to you. Blessings to your family. No violence. I wore my Dorset jersey to the vet several mm -hmm. times. Never had a problem. Wow! So just uh, just to put that out there, um, if you watch, I don't even have the all twenty-two, but on that play, Law, if you watch those receivers when he threw into the sun on the other side to the flat, and I saw it during the play, the receivers actually jammed their DBs, drove them into the end zone, 
which created a traffic jam. 57, a linebacker had Zeke, got caught up in that traffic jam, and Zeke was wide open. So I know what you mean by predetermined, but I also think that that was kind of predetermined because those receivers did not run routes. They jammed their D-backs and caused a traffic jam, a serious pick. When we always cry about pick plays, right. Zeke was wide open. And like you said yesterday, why does the sun always affect us? And like Jerry said, everybody knows about the sun. So why would you throw into the sun? It drove me crazy. <laughs> well, it did. Uh, now, with that being said, now can you explain that again? Can you explain it again for everyone and me as well? Uh, I was fooling around doing this okay. over here. Go ahead. Well, on that play, I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even see this from the All-22. Yeah. I saw it from game, the live game, the receivers. Off their break, they jammed the DBs. They, they created contact with the DBs. They went straight into the end zone, which created a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. 57 was Zeke's man, the linebacker. 57 got caught up in that, which created a pit. But it was just a straight up, they pushed the D-backs into the end zone, and Zeke could have rolled in. So my thing is, why throw in the sun when Zeke wide open in the shade? I think that was predetermined because if you watch the wide receivers once right. again they came off their break and they jammed the dbs they they created the contact so the i don't receiver. so i think throwing it to the wide receiver i think that's where we get caught up for the sexy play once again Dak trying to prove his money kelton you know all this try to prove the money don't all you don't need the sexy play the the fade is a lower percentage than the flat am i correct the fade is a lower percentage, but when you throw the fade ball, like we all know, like you're going to trust your quarterback to hit the fade route, and that's what's the number one thing with Dez Bryant when he was playing. Tony Romo dropping back, hitting the fade route. That's what made him put like top, like Mr. Touchdown. That's why he missed a touchdown for the Cowboys. I trust that predetermined that. snap, that like drop one, two, three. It's a three snap. It's three is it three drop back, one, two, three, ball out, right? So mm-hmm. that that's just how that play goes. Uh, now, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, even if you go back, I crucified Dak on this one. There was a play in the playoff last year. Fred Warner slipped down, and it was similar. And Zeke was mm-hmm. wide open, <laughs> and he went to the I outside. You, you know what I'm, play I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So we exactly got we got great recall. About. We got great recall. But one where one place that I don't want Dak to throw it is in the middle of the field, though. I, I want in those. It was in ironic. Those, yeah, that was ironic though. He hit yeah. CD down the middle. I was like, whoa, really down the middle of the field? Yeah. Remember he hit CD. I'm talking about I'm talking about in the end zone. I'm talking about in red zone, money oh, zone, oh, end yeah, zone. Okay. Uh, that that's fade yeah, ball. When you get to the twenty, I want quarterbacks to hit fade routes. But I appreciate you, fam. I got you. you <laughs> I got you. Appreciate you, uh, Glenn out of Philly, y'all. Glenn out of Philly, Queen. You're next. You're live from the nine ten. Hello. Hey. How you doing, love? Doing great. Can't complain. Can you hear me pretty good? Yep, I can hear you pretty good. Okay. Um, you know, I need to start writing down what I'm going to say when I get on the, you know, call in for your struggle. <laughs> That's because all good. by the time I, by the time um, you pick, pick me up, I be going to forgot half, more than half of what it was that I wanted to say. I mean, I be having it all mapped out in my head. Yeah. Anyway, um, the, um, the Eagles, uh, 
pod, pod the creators, content creators. Content creators. I yeah. noticed that mm-hmm. they are, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, content creators. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that they are very quiet. Um, don't hear anything from them. They don't have anything to say. The cat got the tongue. Um, so they must be uh, still salty about that loss. And uh, that he was, it, he played an elite game, in my opinion, uh, against the Eagles. Elite. And um, I don't know what people, I guess people consider uh, a person elite when they win a Super Bowl. But there there are some quarterbacks that were considered elite that did not win a Super Bowl. So, um, you know, like we say, they always move the goalposts when it comes to the Cowboys. No doubt. Um, yeah, and... Um, I'm glad that we acquired T.Y. Hilton. He seems to be a very good pickup. And um, I see some some uh, progression in CD. Every time he gets someone around that's like men, a mentoring, you know, level, it seems right. like his game picks up. You know what I mean? Um I appreciate you, Queen. Uh, you, you, you're right on the money. I, I, I hear you. I hear you with all of that. Let me hear you okay. say it. Okay. I'm going to let you go. I'm probably talking too much. No, no, you good. Let me hear you say it, though. Let them hang, Cowboy Nation. Let them hang, man. Let them hang. That's the sound of the man working on a train. Jake, you're live. The great. Five, four, three, Jake. Call back, Jake. Well, tomorrow. All right. Um, we got these people in here, man. Uh, lady, you're live, Jessica. Hey, Ron. Hey, hey. everybody. Uh, all is well. Can't complain. That's good. Mom is sitting up here playing on her phone. That's good. She She's up and moving, uh, playing on the phone. That's a good thing to know, you know. <laughs> She's still in the hospital. She's still in there? Okay. We're praying for you. Yeah, yeah but um, Law, the thing about it is, Dak did what Dak always do. The mm-hmm. thing that changed is that everybody caught every ball like they were supposed to, most of them. Mm-hmm. Like they were supposed to. CD caught 10 out of 11 and complete passes. Okay. CD held on to the ball. CD did, had 120 yards. Mm. CD was 65.6 or 63.6. Right. And 13.3 or 6, something like 5 or something like that on him. And that T.Y. Hilton did 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters law is them to do what you say. What you always say at the end of the show, you want something good bad enough, you got to get out there and work for it, mm-hmm. work day and night for it. And the, the ghastly high of you, I can't get it off. Uh, you got it. But you I did it. tweet that out. I did yeah. tweet that out on my page. And what you just said, you need to tweet that out so the boys can see that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Your ideas you have for our team, y'all need to start tweeting it because they see that law. They pay attention to us. Are y'all not seeing that? 
Are y'all not seeing that our boys are paying attention? Are y'all not? They getting out there and they doing what we what we say on your show. I believe somebody's listening and they taking these nuggets and they putting it out there when it comes down to practice. Because I'm telling you, I'm seeing everything that we say that they need to do. No and doubt. all we got to do is keep keep believing. Don't let nobody take you off of your 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 team faith that you have for them because these Eagle fans, they just mad. They salty. These they people are salty. That's why they keep coming up in y'all chat talking crazy. I can't be like I, hype like I want to because I'm in the hospital. But y'all, let me tell y'all something. How about them Cowboys? Let's go hook them tights and we ain't finna play softball. No way. No way. Home. We ain't finna lay down for no one. Yeah. Appreciate you, Lady Jessica. Hey, man, I'm telling people, man, everybody like one hit away from Ryan Shazier. And I'm not using him as, uh, you know, a punching bag here. But the moment you, and I'm not saying that this happened to the kid either, but the moment you don't play full speed, that's when major injuries occur. Shoot, so it's, it's, it's hard work or nothing, man, going up against uh, the uh, Titans. They getting the check just like we are, or they are. All right, I got from the 206. Is this MJ? You live. What's up, Law Nation? Loving the show. Uh, get something out real quick. If I had it my way, I'm starting that big D tackle because you know I love defense. Right. Putting that big D tackle in because the other D tackles ain't doing nothing. You put that big D tackle in because ain't nobody running on them. And uh, playoffs, him hanging in the middle, that's going to help the DNs. And then I'm gonna start D law with the uh, with either other on the side, and I'm gonna keep Parsons on D law side as a linebacker. So now your pass rush gonna get better. Now they can't run up the middle. My corners man bump and run. That defense to start stopping people from scoring 20 points if you play this way. If you keep a little bit, the mother D tackles ain't getting no pass rush. That's why the quarterback. Cause you don't want to play against Rogers and uh uh. Brady like that. No doubt. If he, see, if he stay back there, he going to tear our butt up, especially if we don't play bump and run. You better stop playing around, guys, because the, the, the key for us is to go to that Super Bowl. Now, uh, we should have had 50 points, but that boy dropped that ball, even though it was a light. I don't care if it was a light, wind, or whatever. That was a perfect pass. He should have caught that ball. I no wish doubt, that was man. number 16. Appreciate you, MJ. It's a good call from him, man. All right, uh, speeding through. The conference has been locked. Press Ham, you live. God dang, hold on. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Hey, man, I got a couple things. Talk to me, man. I gotta, uh, I gotta get Dak his flowers, man. He showed up and did his thing, and this the frustration with me with Dak. We don't know what we gonna get out of. But I gotta give him his flowers, man. He showed up and he did his thing after after we spotted him ten. And then another thing too, now why um why our uh, uh, our DBs don't play that bump and run like that the gentleman receive? Cause we play cover three. They play it a lot. You can't bump and run in cover three. You can, but they off. You want your line backers in your front get upfield. Those guys dropping back in the zone, off ball, five, six, five, six yards. So you want to play three man? You want to play what? Two man or three man? What two man under? 
Now, it's going to be kind of hard for them to uh, press off. You can do one side and then rotate it. Right. But we cover three, fam. Right, yeah. I would, if, I, I would rather put the bump on the strong side with Jeff the number one receiver. If that was no doubt press, man. But we, we'll get into that a little later on. But appreciate you, man. Uh, Brandon, you're live from the 815. What's up, Law? Um, um, my question, my question, for, I guess for you to answer later, um, is like, so if, if you was watching our D line, we was we, we we was getting thrown out the party a little a little a little often on um in the in the interior. Um, yeah. It, to me, in the off season, is this is this a position of me? Is this your number one position of me? either a deep tackle or wide receiver. And I also want to say, look, I know people are really down, like for some odd reason, like our defense is, we, we down on the defense. But for two, if I told you two years in a row, your defense would lead the league in turnovers, be maybe top five in sex, you would take that, like, let like. Let's not forget our defense set up our offense four times in positive territory. No doubt, Brandon. How about them, man? Uh, yeah, the, the defense is uh, doing their job on turnovers, and if it's a consecutive uh, way, yeah, they'll be good. But it's hard press, man. Uh, we just gave up over 450 yards to the Eagles. And then uh, the week before that, we gave up 503 yards against the Jags. Although, you know, we won and won in those two situations of, of outcome. Uh, our defense, uh, we're going to have to figure that out because in the playoff, it, it, gets, it, gets, it gets treacherous. All right, we got uh, Uncle Dave, you're live. Hey, what's going on, Law? Unto a hey, uh, first chance you get, explain to the people what the – about the um, first 15 scripted plays at the beginning of the game. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. That's one. Number two, when I say bacon burnt, that's what happened to Bradbury. Bacon <laughs> burnt. But that son has been been here four billion plus years, so son was there first. Yeah, he was so first. We'll get, son get that was out there first. Way. That's done. <laughs> Jerry was right on that. That's done. <laughs> <laughs> that's done. And uh, I'll give a shout-out to Lady J., uh, get the, get those prayers up. Put them angels and them prayer prayer hands together for a, for a mama for a speedy recovery. And uh, you have a good holiday there, Law. Appreciate Hug you. Hug the one you love. Stay close to stay close to family. Absolutely. Anybody out there that has disputes with your with your family, yeah, Jesus had disputes with his family, mm -hmm. but he didn't disown them. No doubt. How about them cowboys. How about them? How about him? All right, we got Coach AJ. You live. What up, Law? Nothing to it, Chief. Today, I watched the post show for the Eagles. Mm. <laughs> they gave Dak Prescott more love than our own fans. Mm. Maybe Brandon should go over there and watch that show. Because about 15 minutes into it, he said, uh, the guy just point blank. Uh, yeah, we played with a backup quarterback. But we didn't play with a backup defense. 
and he was slicing and dicing our defense. Mm. (laughs) He said, and then the next thing out of the guy's mouth was, you do realize we shut down the run, and and he was 20, I mean 99% against the zone. Mm. They said no matter. Then they came up with the Slay got toasted too. He was getting his work. Yep. And, and the guy just pretty much said, Dak Prescott is beat us quite a bit, folks. Mm. So do you really want to play the Cowboys in the playoffs? And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I probably don't want to play them. <laughs> I probably want to play somebody else. We, no doubt. No doubt, Coach. So may you have a blessed day. And love all, and I'll pray for Lady Jessica and Mrs. Queen. You have a fantastic voice. You ladies, keep this show going. Thank you, Law. No you doubt. are the best. I appreciate you, Coach. Yes, yeah, good call for Coach. All right. Uh, we got, ooh, we got down to three callers, and we got up to, it's 228. D-Shift. What's good? You live. Hey, uh, man, Law, I like. I like what Dak did with running running the ball a couple of times, man. That's kind of mm-hmm. kind of gives me some hope that he's going to pull it pull it down. And you know, I think he he can make some plays and he has the confidence to do what he can to uh, be the defender. But I think he's just going to kind of put that aside and just extend those drives. So that was kind of cool to see. Also, Law, would you rather have nine turnovers over three games or one sack? Give me like the nine n- turnovers and one sack, or yeah. or one turnover and nine sacks. Give me them turnovers, man. I mean, I got the ball. I got the opportunity, man. Bump them sacks. So yeah, point points aside, you know, I think the defense they they make up for it. So let's 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 give it a couple more weeks until we kind of get down on these, this defense. But all right, law. No doubt, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, got one minute left, Darius. We got actually. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let these. I'm gonna let these people go, man. Darius, you're live. Law, can you please do a day run blend? Welcome to the Law Nation Field Session on the five <laughs> picks of day run blend in the 16 PVU. Please, man. Oh, like yeah. I, 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 man. I, I literally watched that game from start to finish. Like I smoke Yo. good weed. Like mm-hmm. I, I smoke good weed. Man. But listen to me. I got high off that game. Smoke I didn't even smoke that game. That, you better believe it, buddy. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I just really would like that. And to me, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, um, I would start Nation right? Even if um, Anthony Brown, even Anthony Brown was hurt, was not hurt. If he was healthy, I would start Nation right over Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown don't want that smoke. Mm. Nation right want all the smoke tackling. We got one of the best slot corners in the game. Um, and that's that's proven. I'm looking at the list of interceptions, and down. You know how hard it is to find a slot corner. Man, they run blind is it, man. So that's all I that's all I gotta say. Appreciate you, man. We down the last two callers. We're going to go overtime with them. All right. So I got Waco, and then I'm going to end it with nine, the 92. So uh, you're live for the 254. Once, twice, three times a lady. Hit him with, hit him with the gilly the kid. You alive? 
<laughs> Shout out to Gilly the Kid, man. All right, man. From the 92, you live. Well, well, 1992, you live. My bad. You live, fam. That's all good. How you doing, Law? And, man, you the best. You ain't nothing but the best, bro. Keep it up, bro. Appreciate you, up. man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate right, you, man. Yes, sir. Yo. I'm going to say this. Yo. The stars are lining, the stars are lining up. Uh-huh. Y'all can see it. You can't be blind if you don't see this. Right. It was already written to happen. It was already written to happen. Right. They wanted to see the Eagles and Cowboys, but guess what? You going to get the Eagles and Cowboys. Come on, let's Either go. NFC Championship or NFC um, the division round. Either one, we're going to kick their behind. Yeah. And then... I'm going to tell you like this. Get in We're it. We're going to play Buffalo. Right. Buffalo. That's uh-huh. the team. Brother versus brother. Come on. Diggs versus Diggs. The world want to see this. Let's go. want to see Ali. Yeah. Let's get this, man. We're going to get this six ring, and we're going to make all of them haters shut up about Dak, whether in the Cowboy Nation or outside of Cowboy Nation. We're going to get six. And guess what? How about them Cowboys, haters? Woo! <laughs> Man, that boy off the top rope, y'all. <laughs> Say the best caller for last, baby. Yeah, baby. Man, had Good to time. put the helmet on, boo. Let's go. Let's go with it, man. Hey, y'all, this is what I like. This is what I love. When I get somebody in there and they jumping in, they got their points together, they ready to swing some fights. My goodness. Hey, he already came in with that mindset that, hey, Man, we the best, baby. And it's going to be big brother versus little brother. And that's what that's okay. Let this season be magical. I would love to repeat. The repeat, yeah, the repeat of the Dallas Cowboys versus the Buffalo Bills. Y'all know how this thing go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Shout out to you, Coach Marv. Shout out to y'all, man, that's tuning in. Shout out to those who called. Shout out to everybody, man, that was in here. Appreciate y'all so much. Coach Marv says, let's get Gilmore off the milk carton and off social media because we need everybody ready. To go. Yes, be good. Appreciate y'all. And where is Jabril Cox? We need speed. Somebody, anybody, can y'all listen to what I've said? We need speed. And we, and that's what I believe Jabril Cox will bring to the table, man. I believe, just like what my guy said about Nishan Wright, right, is that we were going to see something good out of Jabril Cox. When he's given the opportunity, I, I think that the Cowboys being coy with him. I, I truly believe that we need to see him out there on the field. And let's go, Cowboy Nation. I, I just think that that's what we need to do down the line. I don't know why they're putting bubble wraps all over him, but that's just how it goes, Cowboy Nation. Unfortunately, as you guys hear my voice, as you guys understand what I'm about to say, I'm glad that Lady Jessica said that she reposted what I said about determination and being hungry, about being in the mindset of not letting anything left on the table. I love when I hear those moments. I love when I feel those things. Cowboy Nation, as we got the shovel in the hand, it's time for us to stand tall 
it's time for us to dig out these things for the opportunity for your mind and the opportunity for the skill set of the players to be elevated, regulated. We got two more games. And although the Tennessee Titans may be saying that they're going to lay down and rest their guys, well, there's no rest here. There's no chilling. There's no, we got the award. There's no, hey, we in the playoff. Now we can sit back and eat all oodles and doodles. But the time right now, Cowboy Nation and everyone that's listening, is for us to lock in. Measure twice, cut once. Shout out to you, JD from DC. Preach law. I got you. Shout out to you, Presley, not Elvis. Shout out to you, we them boys. Give you a double time for the 2020 for your mind. But write this down. Story, not just into your mind, but see if you can find a spot somewhere in your heart to keep this right here near and dear to you as the truth resonates in your mind, heart, sinew. Write this down. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. If all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap. If life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you are gladly go out there and sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all terror of your mind for it, if you would simply, oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity, with faith, hope and confidence and stern pertinacity, if neither cold, poverty, or famish, or fame, or sickness, or body, or brain can turn you away from the thing you want. If dogged and grim and besieged and beset it with the help of Almighty. When I was sleeping out of my car, I memorized that and I put it to my heart. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Law Nation don't have to sleep out of the car. The elevation is true. Manifestation is real. It's the mindset. You don't even have to be a Cowboy fan to understand that. Press Ham, appreciate you. Law, going in, baby. Paul, ask yourself, if you die hard fan or fair weather fan, is it DC for life for a reason? I tell people this, everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. A lot of people say they'll roll with you. A lot of people say they will rock with you. But when the triples of the pains and the pains bring forth the fire, will they jump in with you? No, that's not the case nor the scenario. Some people are only with you when you're winning. Some people are only with you when you are grooving. I wanna know who is with the nation we lose a draw. Unconditionally, are you supporting this tape? Unconditionally, are you rocking with this tape? Unconditionally, are you with Law Nation? And that's been my time. I really thank you and you and you for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing 
but the best. Now let me say this. Roll those credits for everyone that supported this station. Let's go. And run it up, baby. I've been really in the field, let her rush, I let her feel lately. I just wanna run it up. I've been really in the field, let her rush, I let her feel lately. I just wanna run it up. Don't need no business, I'm gonna run it up. I've been really in the field, let her rush, I let her feel lately. I just wanna run it up. Count that two, count it Count that two, baby Thank y'all for your prayers Thank y'all for your prayers Thank y'all for your prayers Let's go to the gang I'm with L, yeah, I'm with T-Black I'm with Rabbit now I'm with Bay, yeah, I'm with J, yeah, I'm with Chuckin Call it too legit. I've been really in the field, let her rush, I let her feel Hey, 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 what's going on, man? Don't need no deals, I make the deal. Y'all still mad? Why y'all mad? Come on. Yeah. We got some breaking news. We answered. But it goes to show you who's a better team, and I'm sticking Cowboys. You're crying. Why you crying? I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You gonna flap the hat one more time for the Eagles? Emotional, damn it! Let's go, birds fly, Eagles fly. Still Super Bowl chance for now. Hey man. Why is he crying over here, man? Put some flashes on this screen, baby. What's going on, Monty? It took... Look, I know for one thing for sure, two things for certain. I don't have to take a shot for those Eagles this week and <laughs> tomorrow when I have the twin maker on because I finally, finally, it took me over 14 weeks to get this thing going. Well, I, 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 I did... Shout out to the, the the Washington team for holding that uh, a good W up against the Eagles. But finally, baby, shout out to y'all, man, so much. Come on. Hey, you crying. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. She got Cowboys lingerie on up under there. She's an informant, y'all. Yeah, she loved the Cowboys. I promise you, that lady. <laughs> that boy cried. <laughs> he said, "Still, we got a Super Bowl for now, though." Let's watch Ty one more time, baby. Yeah. The flashes on it, though. Come on. And you. 
back Put that on repeat love y'all that's been my time i really thank you all for yours even Pastor, with the sunlight the them street lights jerry really tough and really rough. that's reverse that's hustling over here man but there's something inside of you that says i just have to follow that because you don't know who you're gonna be who you're gonna be who you're gonna get your damn act together like your peace If I offended anyone today, charge it to my head. Definitely not my heart. Pull them blinds down, Jerry. Where them curtains at? Where is that two for one tent special? Who got that limo tent ready? Come on. I know Earl. Earl can put some tent on that thing. Everybody knows somebody named Earl that do tent on the side. I know y'all know an Earl. Earl can put some tent on a Monte Carlo, a Honda Civic, and a Ford Tempo at the same time. Earl Tenty. 101.
<laughs> I'm like, I'm going down to Earl's, man. He'll get that limo tent for me. And he got the card. So when the popos pull me over, I just showed them the card. Earl got that hookup, man. For the card, it's going to be an extra 300 Come on. Who know about Earl? Oh, hold on, hold on. I know, I know my Cowboys community would not allow Kenneth Harris to outdo y'all with those emojis. Come on, man. Hey, y'all, let me see some blue hearts in there, man. They're going to run this one back. Hold on, I know I'm supposed to leave. I need to see some blue hearts in there. Come on, y'all. I need to see some blue hearts, man, in the chat. Come on. There we go. We got one. There we go. We got two, three, four. Come on. Hey. Let me see them blue hearts up in there, man. Is there a heart in the house tonight? Come on. There we go. There we go, baby. Woo! We can leave now. <laughs> I'm about to get mad. I only saw some green hearts in there. Come on, y'all know better than that. <laughs> Let me get out of here now. There we go. Blue hearts. Till next time, DC for life. 